You're listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <laughs> this is going to be so good. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal. The cream of the crop. And talkabq.com. Turn it up. Turn it up. Good morning, Albuquerque. Good morning, world. I, of course, am Fred Slow alongside me, my battery mate, my my amigo, my my RVE buddy, Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. Good morning, my dude. Yeah, we've been stuck in an RV together for 48 hours, Vitale. And by stuck, you mean like, like no. Consensually in it together. Yeah, no, yes. stepbrother, I'm stuck in an <laughs> RV. That's what you mean. Exactly that. Michael Good morning, Fred. Good morning from beautiful Tucson, Arizona. We are in Tucson, Arizona, bringing you the program, and we're able to do that because of the capabilities and charm of one Mike Vital. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Hey, good morning to you guys. I used to live in Tucson. I love it. What? Yep, 20 what? years ago. Love it. I'm going to ask about you. I, I can't remember. I, yeah, for a year and a half, I lived in Tucson because my mother lived there. So, yeah. What was her name? Not your mother, the gal. The gal. <laughs> my mama. <laughs> Now my <laughs> There's some beautiful desert here, Vital. Yeah, it is. The Saguaros. It? Yeah, I, I actually do because I like it hot year round. There's Whoa. very non-judgmental cactus cactuses all around us. Just, they're just like, uh, they're just like uh, 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 eh, I'm pokey. It's so, hot. Vital, you might yeah. think that the vistas here in Tucson are beautiful, but you should step inside the JW Marriott because yeah. we are currently at the MD, <laughs> MPC. Bikini bodybuilding competition Uh-oh. where friend of the show who you met last week, Dasha Mays, she is competing today in her very first oh, ever right. all-time competition Good in front her. of stra- strangers' eyes. Like the, the 180 most fit people in the Southwest yes. are walking around right now. This oh, is, wow. This is unfair to me <laughs> and my... <laughs> Like, what is that called when you're just in a relationship? Dad bod. With, yes, my dad bod. Your dad bod. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to try to win him over with my charm and personality, but unfortunately that doesn't work in regular settings. No, 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 no. So we are in a hard as, way. As an elite level <laughs> athlete myself, Fred, yes. I, I mean, I just slide right in and look, I look like I'm part of the competition. No. Well, I mean, that's what I tell myself. There is not a single facial hair here, Vital. There is not a <laughs> hair on a body that shouldn't be. The, the amount of physical scaping and, yeah. and manscaping is impressive. Vital, eyebrows down, not a drop yeah. of hair in no, this whole building. not in this whole building. How about, how about fake bake? A lot of that, I would imagine. Tons. It's tons. Everyone here is the same shade of bronze. Yes. I would say they all look like Oscar statues. Everyone. No, darker. Darker than Oscar statues. Darker than an Oscar yeah, statue. Yeah, like, like a Razzie statue. Yes. Yeah. If Oscars were made out of bronze medals from the Olympics. Correct. People are that color. Yes. Which, by the way, I just heard USA lost their, their chance to sweep the track and field. You don't say. Yeah. What's his name? Coleman? What's his, what's his first name? Uh, oh, gosh. Ronnie, Ronnie Coleman? I, I think it's uh, – <laughs> no, so you're thinking, you're thinking of the Coleman I, stove. I often am. Yeah, but no, the U.S. Olympics lost their mm-hmm. their real opportunity to sweep at the Olympics this upcoming 2021 if it happens, because I guess it was a drug ban. It was a drug Christian Cole. Christian, that's right. Coleman. I was gonna. I forgot C squared. I was gonna say, but the hundred, the two hundred, those are all meter races. Uh, but he gone. He a cheater. So 
So that's a shame. Well, except for Usain Bolt, like they every, all have cheated. Everyone in the history of track has cheated. That is a fact. The greatest one in the world ever of all time is Usain Bolt, and then Michael Johnson from 1996, who only, who only was held down to the earth by his gold chain. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> but those are the two greatest like, like runners of all time, and then everyone else is a cheater. Correct. Yes. Yeah, that's what I understand from the history of a lot of sports. Dave and Busters <laughs> presents ABQ Central. We are live on the road in the Talk ABQ studio, and we're, we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV this yeah, week. Yeah, we are. Chisholm Trail RV, the new, newest friend of the show, has uh, provided us with a, uh, it's a mini-winnie van. There's nothing mini about that thing. No. It is very big. Does it have a shower? It does have a shower. It does have a shower. I would say. say And a toilet. Two regular-sized people could fit inside that shower. I mean, not that we attempted. No. And showered together. No. But hypothetically. And I am not regular Two people could fit in. Yes. Yeah, Fred's big. I mean, one. I'm too big. You probably can't fit in in yourself. Two normal people could fit in there. I have a detachable shower head at home. Because I because of the implication, naturally. Yes, but on so the, the road, the bed would be in the back. Is that it with a mini, like you said, mini RV? The bed is towards the back. Absolutely. Yes. So, Everywhere they so have beds hidden all over. I'm the place. literally I'm trying to count the number of beds, <laughs> like you would count the number of like conquests you had in high school. So there's one in the back. That's the big with a master suite. Yeah, that's the and, uh. and Vital. This RV provided us by Chisholm Trail RV, which if you're not familiar with what they're doing there in town, they just, first of all they have everything. They have literally everything. It's right there off of Central and Juan Tabo. Are you familiar with it, Van? I'm very familiar. Yeah. And so you got they got like 400 units or something. It's crazy. So the one we got is the Mini Winnie, and when you park the Mini Winnie, half of it expands out. Okay. Which I thought was science fiction until I did, yesterday. Yes, it's yeah. a transformer, Vital. Uh-huh. What do you mean half so, of it? So you, once you put the parking brake on, then like the kitchen goes from like driving mode to, I mean, like Robin Quivers, like like lifestyles of the rich and famous. That's not Robin Quivers. That's <laughs> Robin Leach. Robin Leach. Robin Leach. Like lifestyles of the rich and famous. It opens up like a tra- like Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah, like uh, Transformers. I type. think they call it a, a pullout. No, no, no. I'm familiar with pullout. That's different. Yeah, yeah. Pullout leads to plan B. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this is, this is, it expands is what we're trying to say. Yeah. It expands. So there's, Vital, this thing literally, this is no joke. There's bunk beds in it. There's up top beds. There's regular beds. There's couch beds. There's table beds. Kitchenette. This thing, yeah, it's a, not just a kitchenette. There's a kitchen. Like a full kitchen. Yes. The, a gas really? stove. There, there are multiple yeah. televisions. Yeah. It's, I'm, here's a real number. It you easily can, sleeps a dozen people. Well, you, you, can you live pulled in out that the calculator thing. yesterday. Vital, you yeah. beat me to it by 30 seconds. Yeah. Fred pulled out a calculator yesterday and like tried to like really crunch the numbers to see, can I afford this? Yes, number one. <laughs> Should I afford one? <laughs> and would I save money by living with? In this RV instead for of like an apartment. You go down to Chisholm Trail RV and you're like, you're like, let me let me just get one. Let me get one for a weekend. And then you fall in love with it. And then you start maybe looking at the legality of it. And you realize you can put a 30-year mortgage on an RV if it's your primary residence. Uh-huh. And then you figure out that $50,000 divided by 30 years, 12 payments a year, works out to be roughly like slightly higher than my current electricity bill. And there's so much room in there and so many beds. You, say, you, you turn the, your, your wife Janice and you say, you know what? 
Let's make another baby. Yeah, let's do that. We got enough beds. Let's make let's make another baby. There's room for activities. And let's, and let's hit the road. And while you're on the road, let's say something happens. Let's say there's inclement weather. Okay. okay? Sure. My, my favorite my favorite baseball player. Roberto Inclemente Thank weather. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And and you say, <laughs> well, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with these dang kids now? We're all stuck inside the van. Well, you're not in a van. You're in an RV. You're in an RV. And there's multiple televisions. Right. They can hook their switches up. You could. You could have dueling monopoly boards, and yes. there, there's so much room. We we right now we are currently outside of the the stage at this NPC bodybuilding competition yeah. in Tucson, Arizona. We strongly consider just doing it from the kitchen of the RV, as it's so comfortable it's so and wonderful. Comfy. Yeah, it's you got a lot nice. of you got a lot of hookups for your computer, laptop, and all that. Everything. Yeah, right? it's like UB, it's like UB. Right, do you know how Star Trek had carpet in their space like ship? Yep. That's how nice this is. Wow. Like, this is not the bogus Star Wars no carpet spaceship. This is like the carpeted, wallpapered Star Trek spaceship. <laughs> you are such a dork. <laughs> you know which spaceships have carpet and which don't. Is this like knowledge you're Can't drawing off of? can see the carpet when you're watching. Yeah. If yeah. you want to see what we're seeing, we're posting regularly by yeah. Everything is at TalkABQ. But right now there is a parade of... of Fitness competitors, yes, just walking in front of us to this competition, and they are all lookers. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, everyone it's here very distracting. Vital is the best looking person I could imagine. I've ever seen. Yeah. Easy on the eyes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like some of these guys. I mean, yeah. competitors. Yeah. <laughs> Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central. We are of course on the road. We talk ABQ Studio. Powered by Chisholm Trail RV this weekend. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. We're having a really good one, Van. This is uh, going to be It's going to be a little Lucy. It's going to be a Lucy program at 9 a.m. Izzy Gonzalez is going to join us. We're going to talk Lobos. Obviously, we're going to talk the bubble situation. We're going to talk what's going on with them. At 9.30, Miles De- Niesel will join us. And Miles is the organizer of the competition. Yeah. So we're going to expand the conversation we had last week with Dasha to today. With Miles talking about uh, just what first-time competitors uh, usually do, how they perform, surprises they might encounter, um, and talk about kind of the culture in the world that is this. So we're very excited to do that. And and I don't know if we're going to fall in love with bodybuilding competitions. I don't know that. I'll fall in love with someone here. I will fall in love with multiple people here. Yes. Yes. His name is Russell. This is like the calm before the storm, too. They're about to have their big meeting and assign time slots. And then there's going to be a lot of bikinis walking around super soon. And luckily, we all have the greatest patience ever now because all week I've been watching Southerners try to count. Yeah. So I can I can really just take my time all the time now because I don't I'm in no hurry. I'm, I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to do anything. So anyway, it's going well. We're excited about how well it is going. Um, and then again, and I know we already put it over a little bit, but Chisholm Trail RV for giving us the opportunity to come out and. And be a, be a spectator to this and Dasha's story. And break. Ben, let's grab one. So we're going to grab a break. When we get back to sports talk, you want to do sports talk? I could do that. Yeah, let's do some sports talk. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central. We're on the road at the Talk ABQ studio and on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We play yeah, on we Team are. I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We're back live with you on your radio or listening device, but we are live from Tucson, Arizona. With the MPC, Bikini Bodybuilding Blowout Binacular. Is that what we're calling it, Van? Did we come up with a name? Well, we can call it whatever we want. Okay. 
Yeah. A lot of flesh. We're thinking about like the color of like what kind of color of bronze everyone is. Yes. I think it's um, Macho Man Randy Savage colored. That's an excellent answer. Yeah. Yeah. If you want a visual. Yeah. It's a com- everyone is Macho Man Randy Savage colored. It's a competitive mahogany, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a deep. Yeah. It's a wrestling. Deep cherry. Yeah. Maybe. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's but like like a polished cherry, like like cherry polish. I'm really excited. Everyone's like in robes and sweatpants and like they're like f- walking around flexing. Yes. It's like college, but in shape. Yeah. Yeah. This is a calm before the storm, though. There's about to be a lot of butts out. Yes, correct. There's going to be more butts out than that one time I went to a Turkish bathhouse. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be more butts out than the time that I had to go to DWI class and everyone was smoking outside. Uh-huh. When your family reunion in yes. St. Louis. I just got a fun text from a friend of the show, Andres Trujillo. First of all, he says we sound great, so that's obviously a compliment to Mike Vital. And he is going to join us at 845, Andres Trujillo, of course, the president of the New Mexico Games. We're going to give – there have been some updates on the New Mexico Games, Van. Okay, tell me all so, about it. Well, I can't about Andres Trujillo, Will, and he's going to join us at 845. So very exciting. You've heard Andres forever if you're a fan of Sports Talk Radio here in town. He, uh, he worked at the competitor for some time which we don't speak of by name because we only talk about local programming, Van. We only, we only consider local programming competitor, so we don't talk about them. Oh, well, I mean, we can and we can't. We do whatever we want, Fred, because this is our show. Correct. I mean, we are. We do talk Albuquerque, and we love Albuquerque, but here we are. We find ourselves in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> it's like we're the JV version of an Eagles song. So tune in for us at 845 as we are going to have Andre Strujillo on the program talk about the New Mexico games, and that's going to be a world of fun. I want to get into sports, man. Um, it's hard to get into sports without looking at the elephant in the room because scores are important, right? Like the, the how many donkey in the room now, isn't it? It is the donkey in the room. That's yeah. correct. How many points does it take to win a game? Uh, one more than the other guy? It's 270 is the answer, man. <laughs> that's how many points it takes to win a game. Um, and I tell you what, if this past week wasn't, at least in my adult life, the most riveted I've been to my television, that is something that's not sports. Sure. Is this an M. Night Shyamalan movie with all these this, twists? I tell you what, this is just insanely incredible. The, the idea that when I went to bed on Tuesday night thinking there was a result, and then when I woke up Wednesday morning thinking there was a different result, and then Wednesday midday thinking my original result was the result, I can't take this roller coaster. No, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's fun to watch, like, regardless of if you're really invested in the outcome either way. It's been a fun ride, and the ride ain't over yet. No. 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 Multiple recounts. Yeah. Multiple lawsuits. A few that have been thrown out already, you know, as they should. As but they should. Multiple recounts. Like, this thing ain't over yet. And if you were... Um what do you what do you want to Ackerman? If you were for, if you if you had the foresight to place a little bit of money on this, because uh-huh. that's a thing now, people place odds. So I, I don't know who you mess with. I mess with oddshark.com. Okay, okay, they are not affiliated with the show in any sort of way. They said um, yet, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they, it was almost dead heat going into this thing. It was almost even money. So I, when Vegas doesn't know, I don't know. When in, if Dave if Vegas is is willing to put. A wager on it. I always trust Vegas because, I mean, have you seen Vegas? They're not losing money there. 
Yeah, uh, morning of election day, Biden had about four to one odds. Yeah. Or strike that, reverse it, one to four odds. Okay. And Trump was like eight to one odds. And then by five o'clock, it was dead even. You can call different states. You can call different counties. You can, there's a level of a sports acronym here that I did not realize existed. You can, you can also talk about like win, place, show. Like when you're doing this, so do, so I got uh, I got Biden first, I got Trump second. I think uh, Jurgensen, no Kanye. I'm gonna put Kanye third. Kanye third. That's yeah, bold. Bunch of write-ins for Michelle Obama for some reason. Some nice. guests say, "Oh, so it's uh yeah." Anyway, so it was like it's been a, a really just like polarizing week. A lot of people are, are overly passionate. I yes. would say, yeah. I think either dude, whoever wins. Uh, as long as they don't start World War III and they don't crash the economy, it's going to be business as usual in Correct. America. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the most passionate, fervent election I've seen, mm-hmm. and I am slowly creeping up as being described as old. So yeah. I've seen a lot of elections. It's crazy to me that I'm now the same age as old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did not realize that would ever eventually even come close to happening to me. Um, there's a little bit of scuttlebutt here at the event, so if you hear yeah. it behind us. All of the competitors, and I'm talking hundreds of them, are, are, are ushering themselves into the competition area. So there's a fun update, and we're going to grab a photo of that and send it over to the at TalkABQ social media. Can you grab a photo of that, Van? Sure. So, oh, uh, I could just walk up and go in there and see everybody. It's, <laughs> so I'll, just, I'll break, just leave you alone. During the break, we <laughs> will do that. Um, the thing, and it's so hard, like I, at least for me and you, and I would think for a lot of listeners, because it's, um, and I was saying this to you the other day as we were watching the election at the Talk ABQ studio, it was, um, you know, the guys in charge, Donald Trump has, does not know my life. I do not know Donald Trump's life. We, and the joke I made, which has kind of stuck with me all week, is, you know, Donald Trump is, is never eating a hot dog off white bread. Correct. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I, I have been in a position in my life where, where in the, I mean, not so far from now, you know, like I like like many people have had some ups and downs and in, in my story and and we just we cannot relate. And so I look at the competition. I look at, you know, Joe Biden and it's oh, shoot, that's the exact same story. It's the exact same story. Like like do they stand so far from each other, like experience wise and um, exposure wise and ideal wise? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But like, are they able to divide so many people? Yeah. Yeah, but that they were able to bring out a record setting, both of them record setting. No, neither of them have had Kraft macaroni and cheese. No. They definitely step it up to at least the Annie's shells and cheese yes. level. I've never even had Kraft. I'm I'm a great value. I'm a Kirkland guy. Oh, really? Yeah, so I don't even get the I don't even get the the regular stuff. Was there Costco's when you were a kid? No. No. No, Costco's been around forever. It's sure you'd be more like a sure fine. Is that like sure Kroger? Fine. Is that yeah. the Kroger one? Yeah, yeah. that's the Kroger so, brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Vital both know huh. that's the Kroger brand. But no, I don't know. It's just it's been a whole world. But they, uh, I tell you what, I'm proud of America and for a couple aspects. I'm proud of so many people coming out. So many, whoever you support, you came out for and you supported, and that's a big deal. So 75 million to the blue team, I guess, and closer to 70 million for the red team. Is that what it's looking that's like? That's what it looks like. Yeah. And. And that to me is, you know, that's 150 million Americans voicing yeah. their opinion and, and doing that thing. And, and that's so very impressive because it hasn't been that way in the past. We haven't had that much of a investment. Right. And you know, everybody was fearful, you know, some joking, some actually fearful, like, oh, my God, the Civil War is coming. Oh, right. my God, watch out. Oh, they're going to burn down your downtown. 
And it seems like the fringe groups on both sides who were going to go bonkers over any result have calmed themselves yes. for the good of the nation. And their neighbor. And it looks like we're all on the same team. That's what I see. Everybody's going to yeah. be a good boy. I th- that's my vibe on it. Because at first I, was, I had concern. And, and Vital, I know you and I are plugged into different groups. And, but I tell you, like individuals that I know from you know, growing up or my previous walk of life are here, um, just very excited both ways. And it didn't to me in the, in the beginning as, as the results were coming out seem like there was going to be a way for everyone to play nice. But it, it looks as if to me, like, uh, I don't know, like, like the world is going to figure it out. And, and it, it, apparently it's leaning very much towards Joe Biden at this point. So uh, the path seems a little bit easier for he than Donald Trump. Correct. Um, and it'll be a do you is wave the verb? Everyone's is it a blue wave? Because if it's if it, it, they rebuilt the blue wall. Oh, OK. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Which directly. historically that has a negative connotation. Walls. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, they might just be trolling Donald Trump a little bit. Oh, by I didn't make that connection. Referring to it as a wall. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I'm, I cast my vote. Vane, you cast your vote. I was so very fortunate on election day to take a friend of mine to vote for the very first time ever. So uh, they're gonna build a blue wall, and Mexico's gonna count it. That what? What? <laughs> what? What? By the way. Okay. I knew nothing about how states voted until this week. Like their historic voting? No, yeah, no, no, they're no, all different. Like, the, the, the yeah, rules the process. That are, yeah. The process. Yeah, yeah totally. And I, it, it very much felt like when I was in, oh, here's a Lobo shirt from a hey, competitor. Hey, so there's a go Lobos. Thing. Yeah, there we go. It's a Lobo Hawaiian shirt, though. They're in the, in the they island. Are not, but we will cover that with Izzy Gonzalez at the 9 o'clock hour. Um, but, yeah, no, this has been a, I don't know, it's, it's, been a, it's been a weird week. It's been almost a little voided of sports. Uh, there was Thursday Night Football this past week. and I've, How about the Packers? Forget, Right? Yeah, go, Pat, go. I forgot to set my fantasy lineup. That's how distracted I have been. <laughs> they demolished San Francisco's third stringers. Yes, yeah, right, <laughs> the C team. Uh-huh. C team is generous. This is, this is literally, the, they call these guys up from San Jose. This is the, the feeder team. So, yeah, was not much of a game on Thursday night, but a good distraction from what's been going on. Absolutely. Anyway, so there's kind of our election recap. I know we're a little more sports talk traditionally, but just kind of wanted to get it out there. I'm glad nothing horrible happened, and knock on wood that we continue this uh, this good momentum and peace and tranquility mm-hmm. in this country. But give me all the memes. Yeah, I love the memes. Oh, the me- the election meme yes. game, the sad Biden that turned into sad Trump memes. Oh my, give me all you got. If no, you no roller coaster of people on social media yeah. was outstanding. That's how I feel. Yeah. Because if you'd asked me on a Wednesday morning, if you said, Fred, what's your prediction? I would have said anarchy, chaos, sure. destruction. Uh-huh. We're going to burn Albuquerque and the country to the ground. You ask me today on Saturday morning, I'm going to say, everything is going to be all right. Oh, man. Just took me a couple of days. took the world a couple of days to get comfortable here. So... This, how big do you think this banquet hall is that we're looking at, Van? Uh, well, close to capacity. Close. I'm not going to snitch and call the fire marshal, no. but this thing is getting full. And I tell you, you know what I like about this guy? There's masks everywhere. Everyone is, is taking the necessary precautions. Everyone is doing the right thing. So uh, how fortunate are we to be a spectacle to this right now? Absolutely. An overwhelming majority of bronze-colored, swollen people. It's a beautiful thing. I cannot tell where anyone is from, but I can tell exactly where everyone needs to be. Sure. And it's, and it's in this competition. 
It's like if you were to if you were to dip, like if you had like a lacquer, like a like a stain, like a pine stain, mm-hmm. you dipped a person in. Right. I've done uh, serious amounts of woodworking. Yes. I think you're right. This is more of a, a mahogany. That's what I'm telling you. It's a mahogany. A deep cherry is too red. This is definitely a mahogany. Everyone here appears to be very exotic is my takeaway. Yeah. But also, like, they're all the exact same. So it's like no one is exotic. That is correct yeah. also. So because everyone is the same, no one is different, but all these people are different than me. Yes. These are not Pacific Islanders. They are indeed from Phoenix. Yes. Yeah. We from Albuquerque, obviously we've seen some Albuquerque competitors. We've seen some Define Fitness face mask around, so you yeah, know people are coming out. Shout out. Yeah, so it's been yeah, it's been a cool little morning here at the NPC competition. Uh, friend of the show, Dasha, currently making her way into the competition, so we'll share some images and photos of that. Uh, let's grab a break, Van. We'll grab sure. a break. When we get back, let's do uh, let's talk a little bit of COVID and sports. It's taken over the NCAA a little bit, so let's let's kinda break down what's going on there and if Baylor can even have enough players to put a team out there. Man. Ooh wee. Got to be safe. Got to be smart, kids. If Waco didn't have it hard enough already, (laughs) here comes COVID. Historically speaking. (laughs) Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The boys are back. We're live from Tucson, Arizona, but we're talking to you in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and around the world. The whole world, Fred. I was able to talk to the individual I saw wearing the Define Fitness mask. Yeah. They said, uh, said they work out at the Juan Tabot location. Nice. So there we go. How, we're never too far from home. We're never too far from home. We're having a lot of fun with it uh, this morning and today, and we will all weekend because Chisholm Trail RV has allowed us to be on the road with them. Check out Chisholm Trail RV. Find all their social media. And you're like, well, Fred, where do I find that? Hey, luckily for you, we've been documenting this journey online the whole time. Yeah. So find us at Talk ABQ, and you can click through to those bad boys and uh, just see what they got going on. And I'm not – here's my thing. Okay. Okay? I'm not, not going to get on my high horse, but here's my thing. All right. There's a pandemic. There's a what? There's a pandemic. Is it like a movie or something, like a Netflix special? That, yeah, well, yes. There was, a, there was an Oscar-winning movie called Pandemic, but there's currently – a real-life version of pandemic. Is that why people are wearing the mask? Correct. Oh. Yeah, it's not a fashion thing. This is not, this is not a Michael Jackson I'm such throwback. a trendy dude. I just started doing what everyone else is doing. Family vacations, weekends are not what they used to be. Right. Yeah, you don't get to go down to Cliffs anymore, okay? Cliffs is closed. You don't want to get on a plane and take your family to Disney World because we're in a pandemic. Even though they are back open, right? It's in, in Florida. Yes, it's in Florida. Or is that Florida. land land or world? World is Florida. Disney Land is California. That is correct. Okay. I'm so smart. What would be even smarter than you though? Okay. Go down to Chisholm Trail R V just see what they got going on. Because you can take the family, you can go find nature, reconnect with the world. You know how much easier it is to breathe when you're on top of a of a forested mountain? Take your mask off. Take your mask off. There's yeah. no pandemic out there. Take your mask off, future. <laughs> Here's a list of things that are canceled. Are you ready? Okay. Is it Louisville or Louisville? Louis? Louisville and Virginia. They gone. They're not doing it. Too much corona. Conference USA's rebooked seven games. Tulane thinks they got it figured out. They're going to let people come to games. What? What? Oh, that's New Orleans. Wisconsin, Purdue. Now, nah. Not going to play. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, he back yet? 
Mm, I guess so. No. No. No, he's got one more. Okay. UTEP, FAU. Canceled. What did you say to me? <laughs> FAU. Okay. I'm with you. I just don't know how college sports are going to be able to do it. I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm not trying to be negative Freddy. But there is. So I don't want to say I told you so, Fred. Yeah, you're about to say you told me so. But here's the thing. Tell me the thing. I told you so. You did. Yeah. I have faith (sighs) in, like, the billion-dollar, big-money professional organizations to keep these dudes safe. Is it because they have billion dollars and big money? Yeah, 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 yeah. But here's the thing. Tell me the thing. You're not going to do this for free Mm-mm. just for a college scholarship. Nope. No. And not go to the cool party down the street. Have you been to college? Charlie's management You're going to spread team. the Corvids. I've never been. Just kidding. I went four years. Yeah. I did a lot of it. I've never been to classes. Before and after. Yeah. Even after I went to them for a while. I Is was that- Matthew McConaughey. And dazed and confused for a couple semesters. That was your favorite thing about college. Yes. Was you kept getting older, but the parties stayed the same age. Stay the same age. Stay the same age. <laughs> There's too much right now. And I don't know how athletic departments, I don't know universities, I don't know presidents, I don't know how um, fraternities and sororities. and There's just not a way flat out to keep people safe. I'm trying to not be crucial here. You think, I mean, you could protect FAU tennis? FIU. You could, you could protect FUI. <laughs> Maybe like roller hockey or something, but not like college football with 120 kids. Like those odds are astronomical that someone's going to get it and spread it. There's also, like, like people are like calling it. Like I saw um, the Butler guy, Jeff Meyer, he said, I'm not going to. This is not safe. I don't want to coach. Well, he's a butler. He doesn't have to go play football. Well, okay. He's not a butler by profession. He's at Butler the college. Oh, that's and, different. And, I mean, and by the, I mean, he's been in the game like 40 years. He's not a young man by any means. Okay. But, yeah, no, this is – it's just a place here where it's like, are we making the best decision? No. No. The answer is no. The answer is no. Yeah, keep these kids safe. And, and I don't want to be the guy that's like, uh, you know, you're suspending my rights and, and you're – um, I'm sacrificing all this because if you want to make the argument with me, I'll hear you. I'll hear you make it. They couldn't keep the most valuable commodity in all of college football Trevor safe. Lawrence, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, the golden god, sunshine on his GD shoulders himself, couldn't keep him from getting COVID. It's going to be bad news. And it's on the most, like, the brightest lit stage it could be on. Yes. Like, yeah. Like two, there are two things being talked about right now. Number one, election. Number obviously, yeah. And that one's, I mean, that one blows everything else out of the water. Uh, that already peaked. Yeah, I think that one already peaked. Oh, it's coming back down. News cycle's about done on that. You think? <laughs> there will be lawsuits until January twentieth, twenty twenty one. Yeah, and then there's going to be a lot more lawsuits yes. after that for different reasons. But this thing here, you can't hide what's going on. And in the day of like social media, and in the day of like. How everyone is just so amazingly accessible all the time. If there is a situation where you're like, I think we'll lie. You can't. No. No. If there's a situation where you're like, yeah, we're, we're giving these tests every day. Or this, well, you're not. Because like, 
and I mean, and in a good way, like kids love snitching. I mean, how do you do that many tests? How do you produce enough tests for all of college football? I was talking to a friend of the show, David Carl, the other day, who you know is the marketing director for United. Oh, the best dude. And as we were speaking, might be communications director. He's, he's a big deal over there. Yeah. And he said, because um, in their bubble, you know the United soccer team did a, did a bubble. Sure. He said he's received at least 16 tests off the top of his head and probably more. Like, and that is like, multiply that by every team, by every player, by every support staff. By, I mean, we're talking like a lot of resources here. And millions. Millions. Possibly it, even billions. That's too much. Okay. And, <laughs> and even after, like, say you're in the clear, say, say someone in your organization gets it. What's a good team that's had COVID? Uh, the White House. So then after your organization gets it and you think you're in the clear because you're weeks later, your, your chief of staff's going to get it now? Because that's what's happening. You thought you were done. You thought you were in the clear. Just when I thought I was out. They pulled me back in. A lot of voices today. Yeah, a lot. From you. <laughs> but uh, should hear the ones in my head, Fred. Oh, those are the troubling ones. I just, I'm just at a point now where with, and I'm tired too, guys. What are we at? Eight months. We're at eight months on COVID nineteen. I'm at going. the I'm at the point now where we cannot keep um, we cannot keep making the decision we want to make. We need to make the decisions we need to make, and I don't necessarily feel like that's happening. Quick side note, I'm glad that we're not really dressed up, especially in, like, black and white attire. We're wearing sweats. Yeah, we're wearing sweats. Yeah. Because a lot of people keep coming up to our table and trying to ask us questions <laughs> while we're on doing radio. We almost need a red like, light. I think we need to put up a sign that says, we do not work here. <laughs> we don't work here. We are in association. Yes. Yes, we have. We're pro- we desperately have... trying not to make eye contact. Yeah. So you take a hint. It's, it's not that we're rude. Not the yeah. information yeah. desk. We, we're we not, want yeah. to help you. We yeah. want to help this you. This is not the help desk. I'm not yeah. the concierge. Huh. By the way, the JW Marriott is top tier. This is very nice. Yes. You know how hotels have terrible carpet? Mm-hmm. This one has it, but it's not so bad. No. No. It's nice, hideous carpet. It's very nice. I yeah. don't. It, Fred outed himself as a big carpet guy today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that about you. I, just, I like textures. Okay. Yeah, give me floor to ceiling. So we need to reach out to, like, Albuquerque's number one carpet guys. Uh, Get uh, them on the show. Is Carpet World a place? I'm I'm sure it has to be, It has to be, right? Let's do our research and get a carpet squad. I like squares, so I like whenever I make a mess, I can just pull a bad boy up, put a bad boy down. You know Uh, what I like about carpet? What's that? When it matches the drapes. Okay. See what you did there? Okay. That's... Vital, Vian and I spend a lot of time together outside of the show, and these jokes never stop. This is not an on-air thing. This is a constant thing. This I is- am a dad, and I am fastly approaching 40, so the cheesy jokes do not stop. We are vastly approaching <laughs> 845, whenever we will have friend of the show, Andres Trujillo, on, who is, of course, the president of the New Mexico Games, and we will give an update on the games. Before we do that, we've got to grab a break, because we want to give him all the time in the world to share with us. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central. We are live from the Talk ABQ studio. Of course, we're powered by Chisholm Trail RV. We play on Team I-9. We're getting stronger. The ball strong. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, we are having a lot of fun with it this morning. We're in Tucson, Arizona, because we're on the on the road with Chisholm Trail RV van. Yeah, we are. 
But what we never do when we leave home is forget about it. We never do that. Albuquerque goes with me everywhere. Yes, except I forgot. Right here. I forgot about Andres Trujillo this morning until he texted me and he said, "What's the deal, bro? You don't you don't mention me in the in the cold open. You don't you don't talk about your boy. You don't talk about the New Mexico games." I said, "Oh my God, Andres, I'm so sorry." He's a sensitive boy. He's a sensitive guy. President of the New Mexico games, Andres Trujillo. Andres, good morning. How are you? What is up, boys? How you guys doing? <laughs> hey, coming in hot. You guys I are like in it. Sunny Arizona. Yeah, buddy. It's going to get 90 today here. 90 today? How about oh, that? I'm leaving town. I'm leaving. No, no, no. no <laughs> first week of November is for elections and 90 degrees. So, wow. yeah. Talk about Nick oh, Lachey. Yes, I am. So, t- I got to ask you oh, that real quick. Degrees. How was the ride in the Chisholm Trail RV? Well, oh, we, it was beautiful. Yeah, Smooth did, sailing, my dude. Didn't even notice we were in, even on a ride, we were just in a, we were in a home away from home. Home away from home. That should be the new, so tr- uh, new catchphrase, right? A home away from she home? Should, she should put me and Van on a billboard. So Chisholm Trail RV should put Van and I on a billboard and say, Hold yeah, up. I'm writing this down. Yeah, <laughs> we'll leave town. That's what it should say. It's just, it should be the backs of us as we're leaving town. Andres, thank you for taking the time this morning, and thank you for giving us some updates on the New Mexico games. Can you maybe a little bit talk about what's going on and talk about the world in New Mexico games? Obviously, 2020 was just terrible but can you talk about like the forecast for 2021 absolutely and, and again thank you guys for having me on the show talking nm games and and so yeah 2020 has been a was it was a tough one for for the new mexico games i mean we had to cancel all events of course due to the COVID situation um and just to kind of give you a perspective on what we did in 2019 is we had 4,500 athletes compete in the New Mexico games in 2019. Uh, so from basketball, baseball, uh, bowling, archery, you name it. I mean, we had a ton of athletes competing. And so um, when when this hit, it really uh, uh, hurt the sports scene in general. And not just us, but every other sports organization in New Mexico has been affected by this. Um, but, um, but you know, we're, we're looking forward to 2021 as we, as we kind of start planning and start getting, uh, get things going. Uh, typically, the New Mexico Games runs from May through November each year. So we do a big old kickoff, uh, opening ceremony, torch lighting in May, and uh, honor some athletes of the year uh, from the years prior. And then, you know, just get things rocking and rolling. And so, uh, but, but during this COVID time, we've had a, uh, we've, we've introduced a virtual event called the virtual retro fun run and so that is that's what's really exciting is is that you know with everybody kind of you know being athletic and 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 being active on their own this is a great opportunity for an individual to sign up and and jump on the virtual fun run <laughs> newmexicogames.org slash virtual run is where you can sign up for the run uh it started the first week of september and it's going to run through the end of the year the registering is it's easy van i could do it right now if i wanted do it okay yeah. get in what are you going to sign so up for? So, i'm challenging you guys to get ooh. in on this virtual run well, I mean, I never back this down from a challenge. challenge. Yeah, I never back down from a challenge. So, it what's, is, yeah, what's it, the it, least amount of distance that you can run? <laughs> I like your, I like your, 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 your question there. There. So we have a five k, ten k, half marathon, and marathon. So we have those, uh, those are the categories of races. Now, and they all have the same entry fee, Van. So if you want to claim to have run a marathon, but only run a five k, okay. Yes. Andre, sign me up for the 5K, but give me the marathon T-shirt. That's the one I want to. So Van and I are going to line up. 
similar to the election, we're going to line up and we're going to say go. And then at 5K, we're going to say stop, stop counting. We're done. We're at a marathon. <laughs> That's why it's a fun run, right? It's all fun. <laughs> We're having fun. <laughs> no, and what's really cool about this virtual run, though, is is any entrant that uh, that signs up, uh, they get a T-shirt from a random year from years past. You know, the New Mexico Games has been around for 30 years. So oh my gosh. Uh, they get a, a T-shirt from a random year. They get a bag from a random year. And they get a medal from a random year. And then, and then, And then we're actually throwing in as a bonus a hat. It's not listed on the website, but we will also throw a hat from a random year as well. That's really cool. Al Gore would be very proud of you as well. So, oh, you're talking about recycling? Hey. Yeah, recycling. Yes. yes. So the yeah. so it's uh, it's the first ever virtual race, um, and and that's going to be a lot of fun. And then, so how do I document? And it's actually so the I first pay- ever uh, virtual event for the New Mexico Games. We've never oh, had wow. a virtual event before. So yeah, tremendous. So then, how, so the retro goodie bag, I love. I love the idea of celebrating the history of the games. I love the idea that it's going to be mismatched through and through. But how do I share it? Like, after I create my registration and, and, I, and I make my donation to the New Mexico games, what, what do I, is there a hashtag? Is there a, is there a group? Like, like what's, the, what's the outlet for me? So our, our social media is our primary outlet, right? And so um, sharing it, uh, once you register for the race, you can actually go within the registration site and hit share, and it'll put all the information out there regarding the uh, the, the virtual run. Okay, not so bad, not yeah. so bad at all. So New Mexico so games, Van- yeah, yeah. Just so what? Are, Andres, what are the New Mexico games? And it pops right up. What are the big goals for next year? Are you going to try to come in hot and do it the way you've always done it? Have the whole kit and caboodle, or are you guys like going to manage it? You got to like plan it as you go tell me what your goals so, are for next year so obviously with with the restrictions that are in place with the state as we see it right now um we have to make contingency plans and they're ever changing and evolving because we don't know things change you know how things are going right now so um i mean we are looking at focusing on covid safe um socially distance activities um as primary and then, and then from there, uh, see where, where restrictions lie and see where um, the status of, of what's going on with gatherings and, and, and sporting events. So, um, yeah, that's kind, of, that's kind of our plan right now. Uh, I mean, obviously, basketball is probably, I, I would, is, uh, not probably, but is our biggest event of the year. Uh, I mean, we bring up to 2,500 athletes through basketball from all over the state and even outside the state. Uh, and so, un- unfortunately, that's one, that one is kind of uh, worrisome because, you know, it's, it's kind of contact. So there's, there's kind of a little bit of contact in basketball. So um, will basketball be able to be, uh, be, uh, be run? And so those, those kind of, those, those, uh, yeah, we, we kind of have to plan for those things. And so, uh, but like I said, our, our plans are to uh, focus on COVID safe activities first as priority and then work from there. Well, let's let's say that my least educated uncle is correct, and uh, now that Biden's elected, COVID's just going to go away. How many events could you possibly have next year? Like, how many total are there? We we will have over twenty events. Oh yeah, spanning from May events. to November. Yes, 
been from May to November. And like I said before, basketball, baseball, uh, soccer, volleyball. Uh, we're we're going to introduce cornhole. Um, I mean, you you know, we're just uh, mountain biking is on the on the docket to be introduced for next year as a first time sport for the New Mexico Games. So um, uh, judo, and so it just yeah, the list goes on and on. So lots of lots of uh, lots of sporting activities for sure. So my question is, because I know you were talking about the basketball and how athletes come in throughout the entire state, um, who's who's available to participate in the New Mexico Games? Who can be a competitor? And then if they had interest in doing that, is it is it easy entry or or is there a, a big process that just deters everyone from trying? No, no, not at all. It's very easy. You know, you, your squad gets uh, uh, gets put together. And, and what's really interesting about, like, basketball, for example, or a lot of these teams that compete already compete um, in other tournaments all over the country already. They're local, but they compete in other tournaments already. So um, they're already kind of organized and coordinated. And so what they do is they go, the team captain or the coach goes on our website, hits register, signs up uh, their roster, it pays the fee, and then, boom, they're, they're ready to go. Hmm. Not much to so it. Yeah, it's very easy. Not much to it. Yeah, anything we miss, easy. Andres? Anything in the world in New Mexico games that maybe I or the listener needs to know about before we let you go? Well, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, you know our, our uh, newly uh, sponsored segment here uh, with uh, Southwest Composite Works. They're all about that uh, carbon fiber technology, man. And so we want to give them a shout out. And they're all about making carbon fiber, you know, components that uh, whatever you can dream of, they can make it. And they're the makers and making things is what they do. It's in their DNA. So I want to give a shout out to Southwest Composite Works for um, getting us sponsored for, for this segment. So we're looking forward to a great partnership with them as we move forward. Yeah, I went down there and toured their facility. Van, they're making like chairs and backpacks and everything out of carbon fiber. You, you can camp at like three total pounds is all you're carrying on you. That's it's, pretty it's sweet. It's incredible. Andres here, president of New Mexico Games. <laughs> Thank you so yep, very much, yep. my friend. You were so good to us, I and we don't deserve your kindness. Uh, I don't deserve your guys' kindness. You guys rock. I appreciate you what you do for the community, your show. Um, you guys are amazing, and, and I love working with you guys. And so anybody out there, uh, NewMexicoGames.org is the best place to catch all the information about the New Mexico Games and follow on social media at, at New Mexico Games. So, yeah. We are less than five minutes away from Izzy Gonzalez. We're going to talk Lobos for the next 30 minutes, man. Stoked. Dave & Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <laughs> this is gonna be so good. 95.9 FM, 610, the sports animal. The cream of the crop. And talkabq.com. Turn it up! We are back on the program, and we are live from Tucson, Arizona, at the NBC Bodybuilding Competition. Fred Slow, Van Nunley, Mike Vitale on the ones and twos. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Mm-hmm. And joining the show now the way that she will every single week until she decides she's had enough of it, Izzy Gonzalez. Good morning, Izzy. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you guys? Well, we both miss you greatly. I know it's not the same without you guys here. That's yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, mom, are you listening? <laughs> That's what you need to say to me. 
figure it out. Izzy, you took a you took a, a hard week of investigative reporting into the world of the Lobos, and you you regularly call me, Izzy. You call me throughout the week and you say, "Fred, here's breaking Lobos news," and I say, "Save it for the show, Izzy." <laughs> so dump it I'm on me, Izzy. What's going on? With, back. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so what's going on with the with the Lobos, Izzy? They're I guess they live in Nevada now. Practically now. Um, well, as you saw, they lost that first game, but although it was a loss. It wasn't completely negative. Um, I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter right after the game, but fans were really, really positive about it because they liked the fight they saw. But Gonzalez is not a guy that's going to be happy with just, you know, seeing his team trying. He wanted them to win. So he still said, you know, they should be embarrassed and we're going to do better. Um, they were in scoreless in that, first, in that fourth quarter. Third down conversions weren't very good. And, yeah, the passing yards they allowed the Spartans weren't good. But now they're going to move on to Hawaii. And that should be interesting because Gonzalez said he expects his team to do way better on that second game than they did in the first one. He said there's going to be a lot of improvement between that first and second or maybe third game. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be an exciting week, especially because the Lobos, like you said, have a new home practically. And when did they get out to Hawaii? Did they head out yesterday? Did they head out this morning? Did they head out last Monday? Like, how, how long have they been out there? Um, they headed out yesterday. The Mountain oh, okay. West makes you do 24 hours before you before kickoff time. Okay, cool. Um, so and they... I actually have oh, a clip uh, that where Gonzalez is talking about Las Vegas. So, if Mike, you can play that, please. The kids have done a great job adapting to everything we're asking them to do. They're just kind of rolling with the punches. And if we don't overreact, the kids won't overreact, and it'll give us a chance to be successful. Um, it's been a good week out here in Las Vegas. We've actually got to run into each other and have physical practices, which uh, I'm a fan of. And so hopefully it'll turn into us playing better on Saturday. To your knowledge, Izzy, have they been able to see any sort of, of return from those in-person practices? Have they been able to see what they thought they would see by letting these guys go at each other a little bit? Yeah, so he said that, sorry, Hawaii is a very physical team. They're not the fastest, but they're very physical and strong. So part of working out in Las Vegas was that they were able to do more practices and, you know, or not more practices, but more physical full practices which obviously is going to help them against a team that's very physical and strong. Um, yeah, Gonzalez thinks that's good, that they've been able to, you know, hit each other a little bit more. Um, probably not as aggressive as they want them to be just yet. Um, I don't think they're going to get there anytime soon because they're asking for a lot, and I don't think they're ever going to be, you know, satisfied with that. But, yeah, they, they said that practice has helped a little bit more when it comes to facing an opponent like Hawaii. Well, that's my fault, and I apologize, Izzy. What is the what is the scuttlebutt as far as like from the players with the disappointing performance, obviously in the first game, and then the things they feel like they can modify or change to the second game? Well, we talked to Tavaka um, earlier this week, and yeah, everyone was, of course, excited to be able to play again. But in the locker room, Gonzalez told them, "Hey." You know, we, we still lost, so not that much excitement. Um, he said he wanted to just be a better leader. He admitted that although his performance was okay, he thought he really needed to just speak out a little bit more when it came to certain times of the game. And, of course, the team's going to have to work on that defense. Last year, New Mexico was the worst team in the nation when it came to 
um, passing defense. And Gonzalez said that's not going to be acceptable. So they're going to have to do something about that because against the Spartans, um, they allowed 481 passing yards. So, yeah, watch, watch that defense. Hopefully they do better this week. Izzy, I'm really interested in this Vegas deal that UNM has. What's that going to look like going forward? Do they have to come home and quarantine and then go to Vegas to practice? Or is Vegas going to be home base? For now, it looks like it is kind of home base. Um, They are going to be playing Nevada next week. So that's the following game. And they're going to be using that Las Vegas stadium where they've been practicing. That's going to be where they play. So that's pretty much where their home field is at the moment. I'm not sure about their schedule. I'm pretty sure they're going to just, you know, go back to Las Vegas. But at this point, the schedule changes every time. Gonzalez was saying that he's used to giving the players a seat with everything they're going to be doing pretty much that week, where they were supposed to be and when. But now it seems like he gives it to them every couple hours because things change so fast that nobody knows what's going on. And I saw that UNM changed their last home game to San Jose State. That's where their last home game is going to be played at. Are the Lobos going to play at home at all this season, Izzy? Um, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows at this point. But you're right, that San Jose State game was supposed to be a home game for New Mexico. And that Nevada game, um, I guess it is going to count as a home game for the Lobos as well. And I think it was Jeff Grammer who was making this joke on Twitter that UNM is no longer just UNM. It's UNM LV. Right. <laughs> That's really good. We're speaking with Izzy Gonzalez. She's our Lobo insider. And, of course, she's brought to us by the Wire NM. If you're not familiar with the Wire van, the Layer, I've done that twice now, the Layer NM. If you're not familiar with the Layer, it's about the best Lobo forum you can find. I think it is. Yeah. Flat out the best. So you 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 had a wire on your mind because I talk about the TV show The Wire. Oh my god! Ad nauseum. <laughs> Izzy, how does Rocky Long view the defense last week and then going forward? Is he is he excited to see the progress that's being made? Yeah, I think all all the coaches are excited to see some progress. Um, maybe not particularly for this last game, to be honest. Um, like I said, the Lobos, their goal was to not be, you know, the worst in the nation when it comes to passing yards, and I don't think they really proved that last weekend. Um, but they do have another chance against Hawaii, and Hawaii is more of a rushing team. Um, they average 223 yards um, rushing, so that's good because the Lobos were pretty okay when it came to that um, against San Jose State. There's been a lot of cancellations around college football. Van and I were talking about in the opening hour. Uh, Specifically, the the Pac-12 has had a lot of stuff, and often the Mountain West goes as the Pac-12 does. Have you heard anything outside of the Lobos, Izzy, as far as kind of the forecast on the Mountain West and kind of a forecast on on what these teams are going to do moving forward? Is everyone going to try to play as much as they can, or do you feel it's almost to the point now where, where they might recognize they might not be able to do it? So for the football team, um, as I said, they're doing it week by week. At this point, they're just going to keep going with this specific format. But when it comes to you know the basketball team, that's pretty crazy. That's kind of up in the air. Um, as you know, there was an 18-conference game schedule, but now they're trying to do a 20-conference game schedule. 
so that's going to be changing up a bit. Um, a lot of teams haven't released their schedule yet, including the Lobos, because that non-conference schedule was very, very difficult to schedule with you know, all the restrictions, especially in New Mexico, because quarantine is something that every team has to do. They can't just bypass it by you know, doing negative tests. So, yeah, for that one, it, it, the Mountain West is still figuring out what to do, to be honest. Um, I know the West Coast Conference was talking about a bubble in Las Vegas, but even that, they're not quite sure if that's going to happen because there's so much involved. The Mountain West was kind of seeing that, and they were like, hey, maybe we do the same thing. We play our tournament in Las Vegas. That makes sense for us. But they're not really sure about that either. The latest thing I heard is that maybe they could try to do some pods. So instead of a full-on bubble, they were going to have a group of teams kind of meet in certain places and play like that. But, yeah, like I said, everything's up in the air. These bubble-like things could work in theory because a lot of other sports have done it. Of course, there's the NBA, who did a really big one, and, you know, it's a full-on campus. But there's other teams or other sports like figure skating. They also in Las Vegas. They did... It was supposed to be an international tournament, but it really wasn't. It was mostly Americans and Canadians. Um, and all they did was close up part of their hotel. So technically, yeah, the Mountain West could do that. You know, have a couple teams, get a hotel, close up part of it, and make that their mini bubble. Izzy, you are bringing the heat this morning. <laughs> you have it all. This is... It's unfair to us and the listener just how plugged in you are to this world. Um, my last one, kind of before we go to break, Izzy, and, and come back and talk a little bit more logos, is there's a lot of local talent that's getting a chance to play early in the season. Have you had a chance to put eyes on or at least hear anything about like like Zion Hall or like Zach Hoffman or maybe like Quentin Thomas? Have you Have you been able to see or hear anything about like some Albuquerque talent? Well, I haven't been able to see much because I'm not a lot of practices. But, yeah, um, <laughs> the coaches are excited pretty much about everyone, to be honest. But, of course, local talent is a big part of the team because if you look at their staff, um, they have a lot of ties to New Mexico as well. So they do want those players to succeed. They want to succeed themselves. They just want to do it all for New Mexico. That's like a, It's a culture thing, and it's a family thing. Izzy Gonzalez is joining us from the Layer and M, in my opinion, the best Lobo forum on the internet. Check that out for your Lobo talk. Izzy, we're going to grab a break pretty quick, but when we get back, we're going to continue our Lobo insider information. We're broadcasting live from Tucson, Arizona. Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. And we're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We play on Team I-9, and we're getting strong with Evolve Strong, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Live from Tucson, Arizona, Dave and Busters presents ABQ Central. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV this week. Of course, we play on Team I-9, and we're getting strong with Evolve Strong every single week, fan. Joining us now from the Layer NM, Izzy Gonzalez, our Lobo Insider. Having a lot of fun talking cherry and silver. This yeah, morning. baby. Obviously, the game tonight is, what, 9 o'clock? Is that all right? I always get so weird on Hawaii time. Izzy, is it 9 o'clock? Uh, I need to double-check that because I'm also a little bit confused with that. 9 o'clock on 96.3 KKOB tonight, so check that out if you're near the radio and you're trying to check out the Lobos. 
We talked about a lot about what happened last week. We talked about a lot about what the team's doing during the week. But let's talk about what the team's going to do tonight, Izzy. What do you expect to see from these bad boys? You uh, you think the Lobos are going to be able to go out and, and put out the team they, they hope to feature in week one? Or do you think it's still going to be a little bit of a learning curve? I do think it's going to be a learning curve. Um, I really don't think there's going to be, you know, 100% turnaround in those mistakes that we saw during game one. But I, I do think they should be better. I think they didn't have, you know, film to kind of look at from like preseason games or even that many scrimmages. So the coaching staff now does have something to look at when it comes to what to fix with that defense. So that should be kind of a very helpful tool for them. Not, you know, Hawaii, of course, now has some film to scout them with, but more for the Lobos. They, they got some more practice in. They got some more, you know, tackling each other, hitting each other, each other practice during this week. And, yeah, like I said, I'm expecting to see a lot of improvement in that defense um, or at least, you know, trying to improve that defense because Rocky Long and Coach Gonzalez are very serious about that. When it came to the offense, I thought Tavaka was doing a good job being a leader. But, yeah, that um, defense, uh, the rushing the rushing defense should be, you know, pretty decent. Like I said, last week it was not, it was not bad. They only allowed 98 yards. So with Hawaii, they – they should do a little bit better in the um, passing one. Izzy, this is a maybe we could look at it as uh, the second preseason game for UNM. You know, they came mm-hmm. in cold last week and they haven't had a lot of practice. They finally get to smash into each other in Las Vegas, so they're gonna have a coming in better practice. Hawaii is a fifteen and a half point favorite. Should I bet? this Chisholm Trail RV on the Lobos to beat the spread? Um, well, sure, I think you should, because that might be a fun story to tell later on, just how you got stranded in Arizona. <laughs> now, honestly, it, it is still hard to tell how the team's going to do, because we only really have one game that we can look at and just see how the team went. But even if you look at Hawaii, um, their first game versus their second game, they did obviously a lot better on that first game when they actually won that. Um, but then they came back, and that last week they lost against Wyoming. And they they lost that game 7-31. Um, to 31. They couldn't score in that second half. But I don't think you can say Hawaii is not going to score it in the second half against the Lobos. And I don't know, maybe the Lobos will actually score in this fourth quarter. So it's, it's not a lot of games to really go by on. So what what did the Lobos really focus on at practice this week? What what would they work on? What did they really key on and try to improve on going forward? It really was about being physical. Um, they had a lot of limitations when they were practicing here in Albuquerque, of course, because they had those really small groups. So, yeah, you could practice a little bit of things and you could be a little bit physical, but now they can do more scrimmages and they can be more physical, which is – really important against Hawaii because like I said they're not the fastest team when it comes to playing but they are very strong on both sides of the ball they're big very physical which is kind of what Gonzalez wants to see from his team you know he wants to see a strong physical team that just kind of like keeps going and keeps pushing hard so that's what practice was about I asked Gonzalez um, what he wanted to see from his team of course not just winning but if there were stats he wanted to see or anything specific he was really, really looking at. And that's all he said. He said, I want a more physical team. I was not happy with the defense, but, you know, we're going to see a major improvement. And as long as they keep focusing and 
they keep not giving up. They keep fighting. That's that's really all he's going to look at. And of course, he's trying to not get um, bad defensive stats. He's trying to have the Lobos sign up a bit there. Student body left, student body right, Van. That's mm-hmm. what we're going to see tonight. A lot of smash mouth from the Lobos against the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. My last question before we move on from the Lobos, Izzy, is about the bubble itself. We we learned the term bubble in the NBA over the summer and just how well they did it. But we know that's millions of dollars, and they were in luxury hotels. What does the bubble look like for Lobo players? What, what does it consist of? What are their activities? What are their exposure to people? Can you kind of give me what you know about their bubble? Yeah, so obviously it's not like the NBA. They don't have a campus. They're not spending $180 million on that. Um, what they're doing is they're staying at the Lakeside Las Vegas Hilton, and they pretty much just go to the hotel and the stadium. So they, they are practicing at um, Sam Boyd Stadium, and that's also where their testing is set up. So that's really the only two places. Um, the coaches do give them, like I said, that schedule of what they're supposed to be doing and when. Um And I think on Tuesday, I'm pretty sure it's pretty similar throughout the week, but on Tuesday they had bed check at 9 p.m. or 9.30 p.m. And that's when position coaches go check on the guys. They see if they have any questions. Um, They talk a bit about, you know, the following practice and stuff. And then they go to bed. They're expected to just stay in the room. They start the day at 5.30 a.m. And they have to have breakfast at 6 6 a.m. So 30 minutes, get ready, and go do that. And then, of course, depending on the practice schedule and stuff, they'll head over to the stadium. Um, they'll do testing if it's one of the testing days. But, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, Gonzalez was joking about Hawaii, um, that, you know, there's not going to be any hula dancing at all there. Just going to be, you know, fly there, um, run through things a little bit, you know, do a walkthrough, go to the hotel, sleep, and then next day morning, go do another walkthrough, play a game, and then go home. Whenever they're eating, whenever they're interacting with each other, how is that happening? Is it is it cafeteria styles and individual foods? Do they are they able to go to the Starbucks? Like what is what is that kind of like um, policing of that and the bubble? So no, they can't just go and just go to Starbucks whenever they please. But <laughs> um, I'm not sure how they're doing it in Las Vegas. I believe in New Mexico they were doing. Um, like after a practice, everyone would get kind of like a packed lunch and then they would just take it to the room. And sometimes, you know, players who had like a meal plan at UNM, they would go to Lapo, get that food and then just take it back to the room and eat there. There's, I don't think they're allowed to go to restaurants still, um, you know, especially in Las Vegas. So they can't just go and sit there and plan their own meals. The coaches do keep a tight eye on that. So. Um, I'm assuming it's gotten the same thing. So either they get their lunches and they take it to the room or they probably have a section in that hotel where they go eat and, you know, there's no contact with people from that outside bubble. Um, you know, and then, you know, know back to the room. Izzy, they could have went down to Chisholm Trail RV. <laughs> they could have got all the guys RVs. And then whenever they wanted to That would have been fun, yeah. That's the plan. That's we need to We need to get Eddie Nunez... And Chisholm Trail RV in the same room. Because we're living in luxury. Yeah, they should have a little RV park, and that could be their bubble. That might be fun. For, 
For the record, Inside Baseball, we did not. Are we invited Izzy on the trip to Tucson? And she said, absolutely no, hard no. There's no way I will ever cross state lines with you two. <laughs> You're laughing, I meant Izzy, it in the true. nicest possible way. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun with Izzy Gonzalez this morning of the LayerNN.com. Izzy, you put on any featured articles this week? Anything you've written up that maybe the listener hasn't seen yet? Um, nothing too much. We've been mostly talking about football this week. So everything I talked about right now, um, I did have a story after that first game about how the fans were reacting because I thought that was interesting. Like I said, usually a loss is not a good thing, but it's like a whole new culture when it comes to fans for New Mexico football. They're all excited. So that's what my last story was about how everyone on Twitter was actually really, really happy for what they saw instead of upset that they lost. The thing I want to like stress the most, I think, about the season and this team, and this is just my perspective, Van, is I want to be able to say we're watching it grow. This is like watering a seed. Like, no, we might mm-hmm. not get the most beautiful flowers at the end of the season, but what we got is the foundation for those flowers to grow in the future. Using that kind of mindset, Izzy, do you think the seed is planted at this point? I mean, do you, do you, how far along do you think we are in the, the quote-unquote rebuilding process of UNM Lobos under Gonzalez with just one game under our belt and another one today? I kind of love that, how you describe it, you know, as a seed that's planted, because I do feel that's true. That's kind of what this is. Um, I think a lot of stuff happens on the ground. You know, you don't really see what's going on with the seed until it starts coming out. But that seed has been planted for a while. Gonzalez and the rest of the coaching staff, they really were about culture. Like I talked about last week, um, they have the guys know about Lobo history. They make sure they know the fight song for UNM. So it's little things like that that really gets them involved. So I think that was what planting the seat was. And they're trying to make them tougher every single day. Um, they don't take excuses. They lead by example. You know, the coach is trying to make it. Any, everything that's happening right now, they're looking at it like it's not a big deal. They just keep going and knock down doors, like Gonzalez said. So, yeah, like the seed has been planted for not just, you know, one week since that first game, but for a couple months now. And I think any day now we should be able to see a little bit more. And, of course, like that flower coming out. My last question, and it's not a Lobos question, Izzy. Did you see the NBA announce their start date, and it's going to be like tomorrow? They're going to take no time off? (laughs) I did, yeah. Um, It was kind of complicated, I guess, how they were making that deal. Because their bubble was, it was a good idea, of course. Like, everyone's kind of, you know, still talking about it, still trying to see how they can do a mini version of that. And that bubble, it was $180 for four months between, like, the setup and stuff. And it prevented a lot of losses. So I think it was $1.5 And they were saying, okay, we we don't want to start too, too soon because the athletes are tired, you know, like the Lakers in Miami. Like, they were there for forever, it felt like, I'm sure, for them. Um, But they couldn't push back the day till January because they were still going to have a a lot of losses. And, yeah, that's where they're starting. I believe it's on December 22nd. So coming up pretty soon, I I love basketball. But I haven't even had that much time to miss it, to be honest, because I feel like it just ended yesterday. <laughs> Izzy Gonzalez of the Layer NM. Thank you so very much for your time this morning, friend. Thank you, guys. I miss you. Come back soon. Yeah. Aww. See you next week, Is. Bye.
Oh, good kid. She does so good. She literally knows everything. Right. It's not really fair, like, us juxtaposed no. to her. We do she not. She makes us look so bad at this. We don't have the level of talent. We don't have the level of information. We don't have the level of passion. She's top tier. Absolutely. We're how, lucky to have her. How fortunate are we? We are supposed to, at 930, have Miles Niesel on, who is the organizer of this NPC event. But I tell you what, I'm watching him run around like crazy, and I have concern we might not get him. Yeah. And I'll that, go touch base. I'll go reach out and. And, and that's okay. Uh, we are going to grab a break when we get back. We're either talking competitive bodybuilding or I'm figuring it out. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from ABQX, or excuse me, live from the Talk ABQ studio. We are on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. We play on Team I-9. We're getting stronger with Evolve Strong, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. The world of competitive bodybuilding, Van, is a wave. It's an exciting world. And it's mostly us waving at Miles from afar because he's so busy putting together this NPC <laughs> competition because people are coming out in droves. It's a huge banquet facility here, and, and everyone's socially distanced. They do have little, like, um, groups of chairs for, like, families and stuff, you know. So if, if you're here in, like, a, a group, you're okay to sit together. But otherwise, it's, uh, it's just being done so very well, and we're so very impressed by it. Um, but Miles may join us later, and it is okay either way. MLB. Hot stove, man. It's hot stove. It's the off-season, big guy. I love the off-season just as much as I love the regular season, and I could talk about this ad nauseum. If you wanted to do three hours on just baseball, Fred, I am your guy. Well, but I'd like to keep the listener, so we will not. Okay, just one (laughs) second. Major League Baseball will not discipline Justin Turner for his actions following the Game 6 World Series victory for your Los Angeles Dodgers. Turner, of course, was removed from the game in the eighth inning after a positive COVID-19 test and then returned to festivities to partake. He wanted to partake. Naturally, he wanted to be out there with the boys, taking the pictures, hoisting the trophies, giving the high fives, giving the hugs, and spreading the Corvid. And you know what? I don't blame the guy. Would you like the statement from MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred to have it in front of me? Hit me. As is often the case, our investigation revealed additional relevant information that, while not exonerating Mr. Turner from his responsibility for his conduct, helps put into context why he chose to leave the isolation room and return to the field. First, Mr. Turner's teammates actively encouraged him to leave the isolation room and return to the field for a photograph. Can I put pause on this quote real quick? Okay. All right. If everyone else was jumping off a bridge, would you do it too? How big's the bridge? Like, like very? Yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. If I just won the World Series and we're jumping off the bridge, hell yeah, I'm jumping off the bridge. It is unreal to me that you were peer pressured <laughs> into going back on the field to celebrate with your team. That is not a reason to celebrate. <clears throat> you know, we were talking about this. Okay. And I would take the trade-off. I know you would, and I hate your guts. If I could be a World Series champion and celebrate with my teammates, you just put blood, sweat, and tears into this journey. Which is how you get COVID. Yeah, also. If you could do that together, I think it's worth the risk because, you know, you're not immunocompromised. You're not elderly. You're not obese. You don't have diabetes. You're a professional-level athlete, and you're multimillionaires. I think you're going to beat COVID, and I think it's worth it to celebrate with your dudes and hoist the trophy. Continuing. 
Many teammates felt they had already been exposed to Mr. Turner and were prepared to tolerate the additional risk. Oh, gosh. Hey, that's just what I said, but shorter. <sighs> Second, Mr. Turner believes that he received permission from at least one Dodgers employee to return to the field to participate in a photograph. He Ooh. was out there longer Ooh. than a photograph. The, ja the janitor, maybe? Yeah. The, the, the ball guy? Like, who is allowing you to do this? Jenny, the, uh, uh, Benny, the Jet Rodriguez? <laughs> like, who's giving you permission to go out here? Although Mr. Turner's belief may have been the product of a miscommunication. At least two Dodgers employees said nothing to Mr. Turner as he made his way to the field, which they admitted may have been may have created the impression that the conduct was acceptable. <sighs> well, he was sitting right next to the coach, and the coach said nothing. Dave Roberts was inches away yes, from him. the manager of the team. And said nothing. And that's exactly what Rob Manfred is saying now. Nothing. Uh-huh. I'm going to do nothing. I think that the MLB is so happy that Correct. they made it through the season. Survived. Like, and they got to crown a champion yes. that they're like, oh, we're not picking this battle. How does Freddie Freeman feel about this? This is not the hill we're dying on. Well, Freddie Freeman's not a world champion. No. <laughs> Had the COVID. Had it bad. Yeah. You know what happened if you and I, let's say we had regular jobs. Let's uh, say we uh, didn't. Side note real quick. Yes. Being, being a ginger. This is very encouraging that how well Justin Turner did with COVID. You're making so. me very mad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, Vital, listener of the show, we are not able to contract COVID-19 and then return to the workplace. That is not how it works. Well, first off, you don't have a job. I, so, so there's that. Currently working right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of working, there is a lot of very beautiful, very tan, very fit women surrounding well, people, us right not now. Not just women, people. Oh, there's other those other sexes here too. Yes. Oh, cool. And the posing is intimidating. Yes, it's very intimidating. Yeah, Vital. It's yeah. like it's like in nature, whenever a peacock like spreads its feathers, but aggressively, it aggressively spreads its feathers. Yeah, and then like also fun. And by the way, we're in Tucson, Arizona at this NPC bikini building competition. Bodybuilding. The competitors are wearing all but nothing. It's nothing. But yeah. their friends and family, loved ones, and everyone in association with them are here. And they're all like leather pants, like, like, like leopard print. Like the whole world in support of this is the exact same world, too. Totally. Yeah, there is. There's a vibe. Yeah, well, it's kind of like modeling in a way, and so you get, you know, that type of industry that would go to it, right? Because you yes. are modeling. You're modeling your physique, and they sacrifice yeah. a lot, and time, and, and sweat, and you know, just getting their bodies right. And so, I would imagine. Well, as we learned, dollars, Vital. This is not a cheap endeavor for individuals to take on. No, this is no. a big deal. Yes. And this is a pricey deal. And and like and I want to be like very clear on what we're saying. This is Tucson, Arizona. This is not this is not Fargo, North Dakota. This is not outside Kansas City, Kansas City. This is this is like A level. This is top tier. Yeah. Like there we're talking like body fat percents less than two. Are super close to zero. Super close to zero on yeah, some of Two is high. Yeah. Two is very high. Uh, I'm gonna how say, about point two? 
Yes, maybe. Closer to that. Yeah. yeah it is, the only thing closer than this is Georgia. <laughs> Alex Cora re-signed as the Boston Red Sox manager. How you feel? Um, short answer, duh. Okay. I don't think they had any plans not to re-sign him. He didn't, you know, f- fall on the sword for the Red Sox. He fell on the sword for the Astros. So it's not like an A.J. Hinch, Jeff Lunau situation. It's, hey, you, you, you committed the sins before you got here, mm-hmm. allegedly. Mm-hmm. Then you didn't do anything while you're here, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So welcome back with open arms. Francisco Lindor's on the trade block. How do you feel? I think you give up the farm for him. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, he's special. He's a top five guy. And there's a couple teams out there that could use that at the very top. That Who's got the money? Position. Oh, and gosh. That's the question, Vital. Um, he could be a Yankee. He could be a Cub. Dodger. Well, but here's Even the thing. Even though they've the got too many outfielders. National League Championship Series MVP. World Series MVP. Corey Seager might want to be the, to the Rays. there. Yeah. No, not going to the Rays. He And... <sighs> If you can get a guy like this, you you kind of like you put it all out there. Like the Nationals, I think, are maybe a team that would have the money and the talent kind of over there to be able to do something with them. Um, I don't I don't know trade clauses with with Francisco. I'm not sure what those rules are. But if the Indians are saying, "Hey, he can go," then he's going to go. Don't count out the New York Mets because they have historically yeah. spent a lot of money and they're on a downturn and they just got new ownership. So I think they're going to start spending some money as well. So watch out for them. Any big names in free agency, Van, where you're like, hey, I, like, this is what this guy is going to do. This is what this team needs to do. Well, it, arguably the two prizes are JT Rilamuto and George Springer. Trevor Bauer would like to talk to you, but yes. Tyler? You mean Tyler Bauer? Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think George Springer is like the prize, you know, trying to be objective here being an Astros homer but I see the Red Sox making a play on Springer and I see the Phillies trying to get a discount on JT trying to keep him right where he is Uh, Bauer said that he's going to try to do a series of one-year contracts and max out his value every year he's 30 instead of trying to sign a long-term deal George Springer will be a White Sox you think so? Yeah. I, it kind of went to my gut originally with Tony LaRusso going there. He seems like a, uh, like a Tony guy. But then MLB trade rumors had him going there, and I thought, okay. Like if, if my gut is telling me that George Springer, by the way, who has enough experience in doing it with the Houston Astros but is still young enough to, like, hit and really – what is he, 31? 31? Yeah. Yeah. So if he is going to go and um, – if he's going to go and – be a part of a team that has a chance to win, then he's going to do it with, with an organization similar to the way he did it in Houston. And I think, I think the Chicago White Sox are the next Houston Astros. That's my vibe on that. Uh, Marcelo Zuna, I think, is a guy who, if they don't make a big play on Lindor, they could end up um, with like a Marcelo Zuna, like uh, the outfielder for the Braves. Sure. I feel like... I mean, go, going back to Springer real quick, yeah. um, he grew up a Red Sox fan. And he's already been to the top of the mountain with the Astros. So I think he gets to choose his spot. And it's very unfortunate that he goes to free agency during the COVID days because he would be getting a max contract. 
but here he is and every team in baseball is losing money and crunching numbers don't know he's going to get the biggest contract. Don't know if he will. We need to peel away from baseball because we were able to peel Miles Niesel away from the registration table. We're going to get him after the break. Talk a little bit of bodybuilding. We're going to talk a little bit about fitness competitions. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. We're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV this week live from Tucson, Arizona. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. 9.45 in Arizona, but because they have weird time rules, Van, 9.45 in Albuquerque. Yeah, we're linked up right yeah, now. We're linked How about up that? Right we're also linked up with Miles Niesel. He is, uh, what, you're the brainchild, the trust? Like, you're the you're the everything here. Wow, I've never been called brainchild before. Yeah? Is that what yeah. this is? I think my parents would be proud of me right now. This no one's ever accused me of that. I'll send him a link. <laughs> I'll send him a link. Uh, in the simplest way, Miles, what is going on here today, my friend? How have you excited so many people? Well, you're seeing a bunch of uh, brown people walking around. Yes. They're dark, dark brown. Yes. And it's not the uh, any color brown you've seen before. No. And they're putting on a product that makes them very tan because they're going to go on stage. Okay. And little tiny outfits. And uh, they're going to get judged. And the stage lights are super bright. And so people are like, why are they kind of orangish brown like that? It's actually a product made just for the bodybuilding fitness industry where they get sprayed literally like you're being painted. Yes. It is actually an aerosol being sprayed head to toe. And it gets that dark color. So people wonder, like, what the heck are looking like that? But to answer your question, we're putting out a bodybuilding fitness figure bikini competition. And it's kind of something for everybody. 20 years ago, we just had bodybuilding. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. We've all seen that. And sure, sure. Hopefully some of you have seen Pumping Iron. So There's one scene I really remember. Uh-huh. I remember them all. Which one? Oh, well, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's not for the radio. Okay. <laughs> so. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so back then, it was very much a cult sport because it was extreme, right? Very, very extreme to have those kind of muscles, that kind of size, being shred like that. So it really wasn't for everybody. And so the powers to be with the IFBB and the MPC said, you know what? Let's come up with some other divisions. And so one of the first divisions to come along besides bodybuilding was figure. And that was for the women because bodybuilding and women was never all that popular. Mm-hmm. And as the years went on, they got more and more extreme because that's what bodybuilding is, extreme. How do you put a limit on how much muscle and how shredded you are? Well, it's getting to the point where it's getting kind of not what the, the general public would accept anymore. So they came up with a division called figure. Now, figure, they were much, much smaller in size, not shredded, and it was more mainstream. That went on for a while, and the powers be said, let's do bikini. I'm like, okay, well, there's a bikini like a uh, Eugenia swimwear. There wasn't like that. a lot of blowback on that when someone said, let's do bikini. I think so, everyone well, was on board. There, there was right? actually a roarous applause, <laughs> yeah, if I remember yeah, from it, that it, meeting. It, it wasn't a negative thing, that's for sure. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah. To it. But now it's not a bikini like a typical Tropicana bikini contest. These girls do have a little bit of muscle to them, mm-hmm. a little bit of shape to the quads, well, you're being, a little bit of sweep. You're being very generous. These, these um, people have Their shoulders are fat. a bit capped off, and they are lower in body fat than a typical swimmer yes. competition. So it's between figure and what you think of a, oh, a tropical, Tropicana-type competition, mm-hmm. right? So there's a little bit more muscle involved, but not much. Well, that, very, that made it very, very mainstream. Because most women look at the girls on stage going, wow, I'd love to look like that. Sure. The men in their lives, as we know men, I think I can speak for both, all three of us here. Okay. They look at the girls going, hey, babe, I want you to look like that. Keep going. And that's what made it explode. <laughs> and then with the men... Um, you know, it's hard to get that kind of size. It's a big dedication. So they came up with a class called Men's Physique, which is supposed to be a little bit more like a beach body type look. You want nice abs, 
capped off shoulders, a nice chest, where most women look at going, mmm, nice. And most men going, I like that look, and it's achievable. Now, what's call it, you know, what's face facts? Someone like an Arnold Schwarzenegger or a J. Cole or something like that, you know, they're beautiful and stuff, but to the mainstream for women, it's like, oh boy, I'm not sure if I exactly like that. Some people like foothills but, like me instead of mountains. But if yes. you have that men's mm-hmm. physique, everybody likes that. It's a chiseled physique. They're like they un- really, universe, really like, that's like the, the Adonis kind yeah. of, yeah. Well, it made it go live stream, made it, made it kind of wild. And so you have many, many more different divisions that mm-hmm. are much more popular now. So it's a big, bigger sloth of the population can compete in these competitions back, compared back when it was just bodybuilding the extreme. And, and you, made, I think, just made a prime example because whenever, if you would have said to me, like, as a kid, if you said to Fred as a child, and you're like, Fred, draw a picture of a bodybuilder, I would have drawn Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. And I would not have necessarily drawn a lot of the people that we're currently seeing here right now. And the thing about this event that's so unique to me is shapes, sizes, uh, ethnicities, uh, personal careers. It's, it's just a c- conglomeration here. People are coming. Where are they coming from? We're from Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're in Tucson, Arizona. Where's our furthest competitor from? And then do you know any of like those personal stories where it's like they're doing it in a really unique way? I'd like to touch on something else, too. Even though we call it bikini and we call it men's physique mm-hmm. and figure and classes like that, they're all bodybuilders. Yes, they are sure. bodybuilding. Yeah. Right? Because they're using weights and they're sculpturing the body. So no matter what, they're bodybuilders. We just have those different divisions to signify what the look we're going for, right? And as far as our people are coming from, all over the country, Arizona, we're a little bit more open uh, to COVID. And so we're allowing a lot of people to come here to compete. And our government is working really well with us on that. And we do take precautions, by the way. And everybody has to be masked, social distancing. We're doing a lot of hand sanitizers, things like that. But to answer your question from all over the country, in New Mexico, where you guys are from, we're getting a ton of people from New Mexico. Yeah, yeah they're just waving at us from the line well, right now. New Mexico people. <laughs> we're over here. Woo! They're excited. So all over the country are coming around, which is really a little unusual. When the country's opened up, things are going good. We'll get some out-of-town people, mm-hmm. but not to the extent we're getting now. We have, with crossovers, over 300 athletes. Isn't that crazy? And I would say the 300 athletes, I'm going to say at least 150 or 100 to 150 probably out-of-town, believe it or not. And, How crazy. And that's why we're here, and Van's about to make mention, because we have been with our listener and, and our production company documenting the story of Dasha Mays, who's a first-time competitor. Um, Van, you were going to ask, What's it like for a first-time competitor? And I'm sorry to have cut you off, but what, what is Dasha experiencing here at the competition um, for the first time? Like, like, what is it? Is it is it shock? Is it surprise? Are they pretty well equipped? Like, give me a first-time experience here for a competitor. Shock. Yes, scared. Fred, that's exactly what I was going to ask. Thank you. <laughs> Dismayed. <laughs> frightened. All the above. You know, folks, I, I don't know what they're really scared about. Um, they're going to get a little t- – what, what division is Dasha doing? Bikini? Uh, open and bikini. And yeah. bikini, okay. Yeah. So she's going to get into about six ounces of material, a two-piece bikini. She's wearing high heels. She's painted a brownish-orange, standing on stage and like a bunch of spotlights shining on her, a thousand people in the audience, and nine people judging every square inch of her body and looking for faults. What's to be nervous about? I don't have any <laughs> idea. <laughs> so first high competitors, I have no idea why they're nervous up there. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It is scary. It's very scary. It's very, very competitive. But you can ask Tasha too. She's trained literally her butt off. <laughs> she trained everything off. Literally. It is so hard getting ready for these competitions with all the cardio, all the weightlifting, all the prep, getting the suits, getting the tan, the money, the travel. They prepare themselves so much 
that believe it or not, in all the posing, by the way, bikini, we call it the class with sass. Oh. Because it's, it's a classy, good taste, a little bit sassy to it. Now, it is athletics. It is a family affair. So when I say class with sass, that's what I mean. So a lot of it is the walk how they present themselves. It's different than a typical bikini contest for sure. There's a style of a walk. Believe it or not, there's a style of the quarter turns and half turns they do. It's all positioning the body. And it takes a lot of work. So by the time they do all that work, all that prep, when, this, when it finally comes to showtime, they're just so excited to be on stage. A lot of that nervousness goes away. So, and talk a little bit, of, if you could, and we're just down the last couple minutes here, but talk a little bit about that, that mental benefit, that release, that morphine. Is there, is, do you become instantly addicted to this world, or are there a lot of one-and-done competitors? There is a lot of one-and-done competitors. And then also we call it the iron bug. Okay. And once you competed and you get that taste, mm, some people get bit with yeah. the iron bug. Some people don't, but a lot of people do. Um, it's addicting. Because you take your body and you're sculpturing it. What I like about bodybuilding is what everybody's doing, right? Anybody get tattoos. Anybody can color their hair. Anybody wear funky clothes. I do all those things. Anybody do piercing. We all do, right? Yeah. All that piercing. Anybody can do that. Who is going to eat egg whites and oatmeal every single morning? Who's going to eat chicken and rice and broccoli three hours apart, never miss a meal? do an hour cardio a day, train an hour a day, six, seven days a week, all this craziness to change the look of their body. That is something special. Very few people have the dedication and the willpower to do that. That's why I love this sport. Now everybody can do it. It's not easy. So um, my hat's off to these people who do these. It is credible. So once they've changed their body and they see that, it is so addicting. I want to get better and better and better. And you keep coming back to show off the show and getting better and better. So we are cooling it down. Oh, go ahead. I, I might be misunderstanding here. This is your last show, and you're moving on to greener pastures. Is that right? No, no, not at all. Uh, I am adding uh, to repertoire putting on shows. I'm retired from the fire department, and I'm going to be putting on wrestling tournaments. Yeah. MWP, milesmwp.com. Check it out. We're going to put on some very, very exciting wrestling tournaments. Well, and we're going to hopefully be a part of that moving forward because your energy is unmatched, my friend. We're cooling off right now with Miles Niesel, but it's heating up here in Tucson, Arizona as this competition is kicking off. Looks like the first competitors are about to go on stage. Whenever we get back, football talk, man. Let's do it. Miles, thank you so very much. Thank, thank you, you guys. Hosting. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, man. You betcha. Dave and Buster's <laughs> presents ABQ Central live from the a- Talk ABQ studio. We're on the road to Chisholm Trail. RV. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with the ball strong. 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. You're listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. <laughs> this is going to be so good. 95.9 FM, 610 The Sports Animal. The cream of the crop. And TalkABQ.com. Turn it up. We're back on the Albuquerque Airways, and we're doing it by way of Tucson, Arizona. We're having a lot of fun at this bodybuilding, bikini, fitness, uh, all shapes and sizes, but mostly just insanely beautiful. All shapes and sizes and different colors. No, mostly. And I don't mean race. I mean different shades of brown and orange. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if everyone went into the tanning salon and was like, just give me like the Donald Trump neck up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they asked for here. 
but we're having a lot of fun with it. We just parted ways with Miles Neesel, who has more energy than I could possibly ever have. My goodness. And his day started at 5 a.m. because our day started at 5 a.m. and we saw him. And I think before production, he used to be an athlete in these competitions because he, he looks like he could throw me through yes, the ceiling. His size was not a small one. Right. Joining us now, J.J. Vasquez. Uh, Vasquez. <laughs> Gosh, I've been talking for three hours. Yeah, you're so Anglo. That was pretty close. J.J., Welcome to the there show. There you go. <laughs> Vasquez. I'm drinking cold coffee now. We're Aww. at that point. JJ's joining us because uh, he's actually been helping us for the last couple of weeks uh, shoot a little documentary That's on right. friend of the show, Dasha Mays, and kind of her journey and the first time uh, competitive fitness modeling. JJ, you made a lot of documentaries. You're a talented guy. Oh, thank you. Thank how, you. How is this going? Are you having a lot of fun? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, very interesting. Uh, I've never seen this part of, of the world this competition, this bikini bodybuilding competition, and it's, it's been an eye-opener. I got to tell you, I've been doing this for three weeks with you guys now, and every day I learn something new. Every day I learn something new that just raises my eyebrows. There are how many people do you believe to be here? How many competitors or how many people? Competitors. Okay, competitors, I want to say around 150, yeah, 200. Yeah, I want to say there's it's, 200. It's a lot of people. I think it's a shade under 200. Yeah. Well, it's a shade under brown is what it is. <laughs> everyone's, a shade, it's a, everyone's tangerine is what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's but, uh, That's correct. No, this is this has just been a little bit of an incredible experience, and and watching these individuals come out and and kind of the spotlight. And you worked in the entertainment industry for a long time. You made films yeah, for, for companies that people have heard of. Yeah, that's correct. And to see just like the the enthusiasm and the vigor here, does this compare to any sort of other events or any other stories that you've covered like live? Does this stand unique, or or is it maybe more run of the mill for your for your world? You don't, know, don't I, say cold. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I'd not thought about it, but I, I, I have done these live stream events. Uh, oh, man, how do I put this? They're like leadership conferences. And I would say the energy is about the same. Like Tony Robbins stuff? Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Very similar. And I'd say the energy is the same. People, you know, the people in charge are, are yelling, are pumping you up and letting you know that you're the best. And it's, it's almost the same energy. It's very positive, very self-affirmation. E. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say that's similar. Following Dasha in this almost a month now that you have watching, like, her body transform from where she was to where she started, what are some things that you've noticed? Because you've been with her more than anyone over, over yeah. the last month. Like, what are, what are some things you've noticed, like, in her transformation? What are some things you've noticed with her physically? Physically? Uh, oh, man. So when I first met her, she, she was this CrossFit. Well, I, I don't know if I want to just describe her as only CrossFit, but that's what I – what I learned, she's like this CrossFit trainer that was all muscle. And now, oh, man, now it's, it's, she's just so thin. I, I want to say she lost somewhere around 20 pounds in the three weeks I've been here. I, I don't know that for a fact, but that's what it looks like just, just to the naked eye. What, what stood out to you about this process? Is it the, the hard work, the dedication, the diet? I mean, you've seen it all with her. Like, what really stood out through this process? I want to say it's a combination, just the, the discipline, really, to do all those things. You know, the fact that we'd sit there and we'd interview her, and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm only allowed to eat 1,000 calories today or for the next week. And, you know, I don't think I'd be able to do it. Somebody told me, you got to eat 1,000 calories. I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I'd, I'd go hide and put some donuts in me or something. Yeah, 1,000 calories, that's four craft beers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's pretty much all I'd be doing every yeah. day. It's all, I almost want to describe it as like an endurance contest as yeah. opposed to like a fitness yeah, I think, contest. Cause, I think that's right. And, and Dasha has what we believe to be like a really fun and unique story. And we're putting it on film and we're going to produce that. And we're mm -hmm. going to put it out for 
for not just the fans of the show, but for the world to consume. But, like, I can't believe that our story is so individualistic from these other hundreds of competitors. Okay. I feel like they all must go through a similar thing, and the fandom to that is just really excited me for, for what this project can end up being. Speaking of the project. Yeah. What do you think we currently have? Like, what do you think we currently have here as far as, like, telling the story of a first-time competitor? That, well, that's exactly what we have. We have, you know, an outside view, someone who's never been a part of this. I, I think the audience is going to be able to relate to that. We're learning everything with Dasha as she's learning it. Up to this point, we, you know, she showed up yesterday to sign up, and there were still things that she was learning, even though she's been, she's being coached by two people, one who's done this for decades, uh, maybe just one decade, but she's still learning every day. And I think as the audience, we're gonna be we're gonna be her. Mm-hmm. And she's gonna be us, and I think that's what's gonna connect everybody and make people love this this documentary. Yeah, I, I first envisioned like telling her story and how dedicated she had to be. But this is also kind of a fish out of water story. Yeah. Like even though she's been a trainer forever and she's you know a great athlete, this is all new to her. And you mentioned like her signing in yesterday. Like this is all brand new. We yeah. get to see that happen. Yeah, and there, you know, she's been hitting roadblocks because of that, because for the reason of being a fish out of water. And I think that's been unique. And, you know, as the filmmaker, I'm not supposed to inject myself too, too much. But at every step, my eyebrows are going up. I'm looking around. I'm trying, like, are you, are you learning this? It's the same as I. <laughs> and, you know, it's been a lot of fun, which is, which is something I don't often say about my projects. A lot of times they're just hard, long hours, hard work. But this has been fun because I'm learning. Star of film and documentary, Talk ABQ's very own J.J. Vasquez joining us on the program, talking about the journey we're going through with Dasha Mays, who is now officially a competitive fitness model. That's right. Which she's how, got her card. How incredible. It's a physical card. She's on she, the list. She's literally card carrying She's on now. the list. Yeah. But no, this has just been like a tremendous experience, not just for us, but for everyone. And, uh, and the thing that, that is so neat to me in this world is how it like ties into other sports. Because Dasha, as you guys know, was formerly like a soccer player. Mm-hmm. You know, she was formerly, she's played a lot of volleyball. She's done all these kind of things. Have you noticed in this filmmaking process, uh, JJ, any of that stuff kind of bleed over into this world? Have you noticed, because you also, you have been a successful athlete in your life. Sure. Have you, sure. have you noticed any of that bleed into this world? Is this a thing where you feel like individuals could transition from maybe one passion of sport to this? Uh, maybe. You know, that's, that's an interesting question, something I haven't really thought about. I, I think it's going to depend on the sport. You... I know you said there's uh, people of all shapes and sizes, but really they're all thin. They, they may be tall, yeah. they may be short, but they're all thin. And, and if you were, say, you know, a shot putter or something, it's, you're probably, it's probably not going to translate very well. <laughs> right. But if yeah. you were a basketball player, a football player, I think you can definitely bleed over. I, I, you know, it's it's going to take the same amount of discipline, and the competitiveness, and I think you can easily just come over and just go into a new state of mind. The, the only difference is in the other sports you build muscle. I'm not saying that you lose muscle here, but you build it, you eat a lot here. It's just going to be that discipline of, oh, 2,000 calories, 1,500 calories, 1,000 calories. And that's the toughest thing. I think that's what people aren't going to be used to. Moving away from the documentary briefly and going behind the scenes proper, we're currently on the road with Chisholm Trail RV, and you rode out with us. Yeah, that's correct. In the Winnie Mini. Yeah. Oh, man. Nothing mini about that, that <laughs> RV. I literally said that earlier. Yeah, nothing mini about that <laughs> RV. Dude. We have been having just about as much fun as anyone can have because, uh, you know, Van and, I, Van and I are a little um, cautious when it comes to the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily want to be exposed to 
a ton of people. We don't necessarily want to be in large gatherings. And just how comfortable have you felt, JJ, in that? And the mini Winnie provided us by Chisholm Trail was a comfortable ride. You feel safe. You feel wonderful. So comfortable. I I believe I took a, a very long nap. Yes, yesterday. multiple hours. You sure did. Yeah, yeah you sure yeah. did. And uh, that's how comfortable I felt. And the great part is I could have taken a nap in the front, in the middle, in the back, <laughs> yeah. in the one bunk and two bunks. There's just there's beds everywhere, which is fantastic. Uh, with a Dasha's, Dasha brought a handler with her on the trip, and yes. a friend of the show, friend in real life, her name's Meredith. Not super pointing to the story, but uh, Meredith is about as tall as I am. She's about as big as I am. Yeah, yeah. And um, and that's unique to have two individuals of our size in one yeah. place. If you and, guys were Russian, they would breed you already. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. We, we would be villains in the next Rocky movie. Exactly that. And, or your children would be. Yes. And Rocky Twenty Seven. It would be your Russian children. We both sat yeah. across from each other in the kitchenette at the table. Our knees didn't touch. Like, that's how much room wow. is in this place. Yeah. <laughs> There's 12 foot of adult here. No one touching. JJ, you've been in Albuquerque for about three weeks. Almost with this project. You're a West Coaster. Otherwise, what's your impression of Albuquerque? How do you feel about the city? How do you feel about the culture from what you've been able to see in a COVID world? It's a, it's a calm place. Um, you know, I'm originally from L.A. where everything's just moving, moving, moving. And I'm not saying people aren't, product, aren't productive in Albuquerque. I think they very, very much are. But it's a, it's a much... Uh, calmer pace uh i liken it small it's allowing me to be serene i think i can relax uh i, I do want to point out the beer culture in albuquerque is amazing yeah phenomenal uh, phenomenal yeah i've been there three weeks i've been shout out to leah black and the new mexico brewers guild oh, friend of yeah. the show and yeah. our newest friend red door yeah yeah who who we are currently going to be working with on some projects so awesome yeah i don't know if anyone told you but uh nickname for new mexico and especially albuquerque is the land of manana no. no one's in any real hurry, as you've yeah. noticed. Yeah. So, I mean, Fred is super punctual. Whenever he's, like, 10 minutes late accidentally, we're like, oh, the Albuquerque's rubbing yeah. off on you. <laughs> and uh, one, one last thing about Albuquerque. I think the people there are amazing. Every, everybody I've, I've met has been wonderful people that I, I feel like I can trust for a lifetime. I just want to say that. We've been, that is very kind. Uh, we all are getting Zia tattoos after this. Aww, so, let's do it. so that is the most exciting development in the world. JJ, thank you for taking a couple minutes. I know it wasn't necessarily sports based, but it was, you know, this is an important project to us, and I know the listener has been following us. So, this is, this was a big deal. So, thank, thank you so you. very much. Thank you for having me. JJ Vasquez, a star of documentary, film, TV. A visionary, a really. Visionary. Just a visionary. Uh, kind. Yeah. Too kind. He's an individual in a group of, um, uh, a, imitators I, that one i struggled with <laughs> that was not the one you're a good friend to us and you're a friend of the show uh when we get back and we do the pick them let's do it dave and busters presents abq central from the talk abq studio and of course we're on the road which is trail rv we play on team i9 and we're getting strong and evolve strong 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal we're back on the program we're back in your life yeah guess who's back back again with our remote setup you know what i could do i could play anything or we could just pick up this table go right inside into the competition we could do that yeah because the view in there is almost as beautiful yes as the Swaro Desert ah. that wraps around Tucson, Arizona. Can you like find your way in and become a judge sneak in somehow credentials i believe yes well, first off, I don't need to wear a badge to judge all these beautiful people, <laughs> no, Vital. No, no. Yeah, 
I, I do like all the mounds that surround us in the Saguaro Desert. Yes. But uh, the Twin Peaks inside of this competition are what I'm here for. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about whenever guys flex and they put their biceps up. Naturally. That's what I'm talking about. I knew about. what you were talking about. We're doing NFL for the remainder of the program. We're opening up the phone lines. 505-246-0610. Give us a call. Tell us why we're wrong. No one is worse at picking games than me. You're not having a great season. I am literally embarrassingly bad at it. You're passionate about your picks, though. Yes. Which goes a long way. Yes. Unless you bet money, and then that's not good. Uh, We do have a little bit of breaking news, and this is from, are you ready? Hit me. I believe this is from the Associated Press. If that is not correct, then I apologize, but I believe that's what this is from. The election has been called in favor of Joe Biden. There will be recounts in certain states and districts, but they they will not they will not matter in the end result. So, Pennsylvania officially, Associated Press has yes, called Pennsylvania. That is correct for one Joseph Biden. Yes, who is setting new precedents in the history of America as being the first 130-year-old president oh, in American history. <laughs> Is that true? That's true, right? Mentally. I heard somebody say that. Mentally. The Baltimore Ravens are traveling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Both teams sit at 5-2, and two, Van. Um, I mean, this is a big game. It's going to be a good one to watch. I think you got you got two good quarterbacks. One quarterback, obviously, in my opinion, is the best in the league, and the other one has been in the top five conversation for some time. Um, I don't think the Ravens will fall on the road. Who do you got? Lamar Jackson has had a lot of accuracy issues this year. Oh, I mean, okay. to me, he was the second-best quarterback in the league last year behind Sir Patrick Mahomes of uh, the universe. Mm-hmm. But I think if Lamar Jackson can get it together, uh, so goes the Ravens as Lamar Jackson goes. I think he's going to right the ship and the Ravens in a squeaker. We're going to learn a lot about teams this week because there's a lot of winning teams matching up. It's going to kind of show you the upper echelon from the echelon. I believe that phrasing was close enough to correct. Sure. Um, I did, here's a fun one. The Colts are 0-3 against the spread this year, which I did not know. Okay. Note to self, don't yeah. bet the Colts. Uh, I just at, wrote that yeah, down. As right a there. home underdog uh, under Frank Reich. So, so get ready for that. Um, yeah, I got the Ravens on the road. You got the Ravens on the road. The single loss Seattle Seahawks, which I might argue that loss was the bogusness, uh, are going to Buffalo to pay the bills. I'm as surprised about the bills as anyone I've ever met except for you because you thought they could do it all along. I told you at the beginning of the year Josh Allen was a world beater, and I told you at the beginning of the year that the bills were going to win the NFC East, but they are not going to win this game tomorrow. Seahawks. Well, DK Metcalf could win this bodybuilding competition that we're at today. And that is a fact, my friend. Um, Seattle on the road. Seattle on the road. I don't think it matters. Uh, I mean, home field advantage is obviously less in 2020. Correct. I mean, if, if there's even fans in the stadium at all, it's quarter capacity. Who, who was it last week? It was actually DK Metcalf. Yeah. Last week said he could hear his friend cheering for him in the stands. <laughs> he knew his one specific friend's voice and could hear him. So I don't think the, the home really matters this year. So I think it's just like it helps the better team rise yeah. to the top. And Outside of like red states, I've, these guys have not played in front of like zero fans since high school. 
Sure. Yeah. But yeah. that's outside of red states because, yeah. like, even high schools there pack out. Yes, yeah, huge. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, what a weird experience. Um, a weirder decision is the Panthers reactivating Christian McCaffrey off the injured reserve this week. Big deal. Yeah, because the Panthers are sitting at three and five, and this is kind of making break for them boys against the seven and one Chiefs. But the problem is they're against the seven and one Chiefs. I mean, I, you would be a fool to pick against the Chiefs, right? Yes. Patrick they're, Patrick Mahomes is the best on the planet right now, and. And I don't think anybody is going to beat them, even though they have one loss. Mm-hmm. They're still going to go undefeated. Yeah, they're, they're going to go undefeated with still, one loss. They're still going to they're still going to win the World Series and the Stanley Cup and the Super Bowl championship <laughs> all all this year. Also, they will be Top Chef and they will be The Bachelor. Yeah, and they'll is, get the most votes on American Idol. Oh, good as for well. them. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, though, is going to have over 150 scrimmage yards, and uh, he's going to have two scores, and he's going to be the most valuable thing in the world on your fantasy team in a losing effort in real life. Plug and play. Put him back in. Put him back in. The five and three Bears, which I can't tell you if they're the truth because I don't feel like they are. I don't feel like they are. Are going to Tennessee, or excuse me, are going to Nashville to play the Titans. <sighs> Flip a coin. Flip they, a coin. They are who we thought they were. Oh, gosh. All right. So I don't think the Bears are that good, and that's not just because I'm a Packer backer, right, right. Vital? Right. I think yeah, <laughs> the, the Bears have a really good defense, and if they could control the clock and keep it out of the other team's hands, they're going to win a lot of close games. But I think they're going to be outclassed this week. Derrick Henry, he's the unstoppable force. Unstoppable. It's going to be fun to see him and Khalil Mack bounce off each other Correct. for an hour. So uh, I got – give me Derrick Henry. The immovable object and the unstoppable force coming head-to-head. Um, I have a unique idea. Let's let Nick Foles start the game, and then in the second series we'll put in Mitchell Trubisky, and then the third series we'll put in Nicholas Foles, and then the fourth series we'll put in Mitch Trubisky, and we'll just keep going <laughs> back and forth to see if this team can figure it out, and I don't think they will. I got Tennessee at home. The three and four Lions are taking on the two and five Vikings. And if you're going to skip a game this week, this is the one to skip, in my opinion. What do you got, Van? Well, and true and true Vikings nature, you know, they beat the Packers last week. And how about that? You did it. I mean, that's that's their Super Bowl, right? They beat they beat the Packers in Green Bay. So good for them. But I see in true NFC North fashion. The Lions are going to bounce back and beat the Vikings, who just beat the Bears. So I got Lions on the road this week. Uh, Matt Stafford, I saw one on the COVID he's list. Play. It looks like he's going to play, yeah. though. Yeah. Okay. So so you don't have to worry about, uh, like, former University of Missouri stars, like standout Chase Daniel going out there trying to throw it five yards a time to who I believe to be the most exciting running back in the NFL, this Swift kid. I'm just in love with him. Yeah. Yeah, there's something special going on. Coming out of nowhere. I'm going to take the Lions on the road. Same. Take the Lions on the road. Three and four, or excuse me, three and four Broncos at the two and six Falcons. (sighs) Yeah. Snoozy boy. What happened to the Falcons? A little snoozy boy here. Oh, my goodness. By the way, 505 246 0610. Call us in. What is your hot take for the NFL Sunday? Who is going to be a world beater? Who is going to fail miserably? What's your lock of the week, Albuquerque? A lot of Broncos fans in Albuquerque. A ton. But very few Drew Locke fans. Yeah. So that is the... You talk about middling and mediocre. Drew Locke's your dude. 
<sighs> Completing well, an one, NFL one worst. One thing we fit. do know, he can't dance. Oh, he absolutely cannot right. dance. Right. Hot yeah. take from Vital. <laughs> uh, NFL worst, 58% of his passes. 58%. That's really bad. That does not cut it in the modern NFL. Ugh, and has the fifth highest off-target percentage in the league. I don't know what that stat means, but I don't want to be number five in anything that's like off or bad. So if they're only going to play three quarters, okay. it's overwhelmingly the Falcons. Okay. But they have to play all four quarters. Smart, yeah. And I think the Falcons finally pull this one out. They don't blow it in the fourth. Give me Atlanta. In a battle for first place in the NFC East, the one and seven Giants <laughs> take on the two and five Washington yeah. football team. I guess Washington at home. I, I don't, I don't trust Daniel Jones to do anything. The Giants played really well against Tampa Bay, and then they have the short week. And I don't know anything about the football team, but I saw the Giants play, and they looked like. They're not up to the Buccaneers level, <laughs> but I think they're up to the Washington football team level. The, so I'll take the Giants on the road. The Giants uh, showed up against – oh, it wasn't New England, was it? Was it New England? I'm drawing a blank, and I apologize. They put up a couple battles, but Daniel Jones just doesn't beat people. He's like 1-16 in 16 versus the league of teams that aren't the Washington football team. So he's oh, Tampa and Bay, you're talking about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Bay yeah. yeah. I, so that's what I did there is I went New England because I was thinking Tom Brady. You wish. That was foolish of me. The good old days. If I, when, uh, today, the varsity today. Are you ready, Van? Hit I me. just came up with it. Places <laughs> you would want to go if you had a time machine. Because for me, we'd go back to watch Tom Brady with the Patriots because I miss it. So does Bill Belichick. Okay, so that's today's varsity. <laughs> Where you would go if you had access to a time machine. Okay, I That's like a it. a beautiful varsity. I like it a lot. Um, 1960s, yeah, I don't think... Packers, Ooh. Dynasty. Hey, so winning save it. Six save out of it, seven. So what are you doing here? What save are you doing, Vitae? You're, you're spoiling the I-9 varsity. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, uh, <laughs> so the, the Daniel Jones uh, does he remain undefeated against the Reds, or excuse me, against the football team? Yes, Giants. Give me okay. the Giants. I'm going to go with Washington at home. Ooh, that's the first one we split yeah, on so, so far. so there we go. Or wait, do you take the Falcons too? I'm writing this down. No, the Falcons are losers. Okay, so we split on that one as well. <laughs> the one in six Texans are going to the one in six Jaguars. You are aware that the Jacksonville Jaguars are my team. Um, I they love were your team. I see what you're about to do. Because there's no Garner Minshew, the third, fourth, I or fifth see what anymore. You're about to do. You think Jake Lutton, six round pick, hasn't taken a single snap since 2019 or like a year ago? I don't know. How's his mustache game? Well. He's an inch taller than you, I think. He's a big dude. I did, failed to mention that last snap was in college. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon State alum Jake Luton. Lutton? Luton. Like a futon, <sighs> but a human football player. Well, next year it'll be Jake. He gone oh, because. Hang on. And I love everything about the Jaguars. <laughs> love them all. I love their ownership. I love Shad Khan, University of Illinois graduate. You know, I grew up in Illinois. Right. I love Tony Khan, his son, who owns AEW Pro Wrestling. It's a big deal for you. I love Leonard Ford. Oh. Oh, I love Gardner. Oh. Mm. I actually don't have a reason to root for the team. (laughs) (laughs) Gardner Minshew's gone, so there goes the heart and soul of the team. What hat am I wearing right now? 
Uh, that would be Washington State Cougars. Yeah, where I went to college, and so did Gardner Minshew. But he's no longer my boy because he got benched by my boy. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Oppo. Whatever you go. What are you going? Well, I'm going Texas. I'll go Jaguars. Yeah. Okay. The Jaguars. Jaguar. Jaguars. A Jaguar. Jaguar. Let's grab a. Let's grab a break because we're right there at the 10:30 mark, and okay. then we'll finish out the rest of the pickums, and then we're just 15 short minutes away from today's I9 Varsity, which is places you would go with a time machine. All right. This is a brilliant I9 Varsity. I'm writing time machine down. That's my note. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the Talk ABQ studio. We're, of course, on the road with Chisholm Trail RV this week. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with the ball strong. 99 po- excuse me, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. We are live from Tucson, Arizona, broadcasting from a, it's a, it's a fitness competition van. Yes, it is. We're on the road this week with Chisholm Trail RV. So thank you to they for allowing us to come out here. In the Mini Winnie. We're in the Mini Winnie, which is the name of the RV that we got. RV stands for really cool vehicle. I, I don't believe that to be true, oh, okay. Fred, but we can go with that. Oh, recreational. Yes. Recre- like, the, like the marijuana I was promised here in New Mexico years ago and never got. Ah, they hate money and children. Same, because I have neither. <laughs> The Oakland Raiders are going to play football this weekend. Excuse me, they're in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Raiders are going to play football this weekend, and they're going to play at San Diego, excuse me, L.A., against the Chargers. Who do you got in this bad boy, man? Do the Chargers have to, like, change around their theme song? I don't know if that's because uh, Los Angeles Super Chargers. Is that, does that match? Is that yeah, close that enough? Yeah, that works. That's, that's close yeah. enough, right? Yeah. San Diego. Los Angeles. The Autumn Breeze. <laughs> oh, wait. That's, that's okay. Justin Herbert is a world beater. He's really good. Unreal. He's a, he was a steal at that draft position. Did he, not know. He might be the best. Only time will tell from this draft class. He also might be the fourth one. He might be the Phillip Rivers of this draft class. Or he might be Phillip Rivers yeah. or Dan Marino. Never quite figure it out. I think the Raiders are better top to bottom. The Chargers have taken a few tough losses, mm-hmm. but I'm a huge Raiders homer this year. Same. I think they're gonna they're gonna gel throughout the year and cause some trouble in the playoffs. I got the Raiders. Yeah, the four and three Raiders are a better football team than the two and five Chargers. Uh, Vegas agrees with you. Is their only game the Chargers one point at home? Oh, that's not even a like a point point. That's like one point. I mean, we just talked about this. There's no real home advantage. There is no real home advantage. Um, look, I don't know. What do you think? High-scoring affair? I, if the over-under is set above 50, I always feel like that's too high. Not in today's NFL. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, give me the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders. Hey. Four and three Dolphins are traveling to Phoenix to take on the five and two Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are one of the best football teams in the NFL despite their two losses. Um, I think Kyle Murray is the truth. I think Patrick Peterson is the truth. Um, DeAndre uh, Hopkins, best in the biz this year. Yeah, isn't he? Isn't he? Um, I can't at all take the Dolphins with a rookie quarterback against what I believe to be one of the best football teams in the NFL. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Yeah, me and Vital have talked about this, that watch out for the Cardinals. 
later in the year and especially in the coming years, mm -hmm. if they got a gym in Tua, they got the skill set wrapped around Tua, mm -hmm. the skill players, excuse me, wrapped around Tua to do some damage in the future. Plus, they got a couple high draft picks from ripping off other <laughs> NFL teams. So they're going to add some more good players in the coming years. This is not their year, and they're going to lose to the Cadenas. I want to spend a couple more minutes on the next one because it's, uh, in my opinion, America's teams. These two teams are America's teams. Yeah. Pittsburgh's. Except for the Packers, because that's America's team. Yeah, but it's not. So the Steelers <laughs> are going to go all the way down to uh, the football stadium down there in Arlington, and they're going to play the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys are just beaten up. Poor guys. They, I tell you what, the, first the quarterback and, and then just all the dominoes after that. Um, neither of us believe the Cowboys can beat the undefeated Steelers. Duh. Okay. So here's the, here's the real. Okay, everyone knows the Steelers are going to win this game. Yes. My question is, is Ben Roethlisberger going to play in the fourth quarter? That's the real must-see TV. The real must-see TV is... Is Pittsburgh going to bring people down from the stands and let them play in the fourth quarter against the shell of the Dallas Cowboys? And loyal Cowboys fan, I know yeah, you're this just, hurts. Albuquerque is filled with them. I want you guys to know that they were my Super Bowl pick. They were your Super Bowl pick. I did pick them to win the Super Bowl because obviously everyone picks the Chiefs, and I wasn't going to pick the Chiefs this year. So I went on a limb. I made the bold prediction that your favorite team in the world, the Dallas, not you, Fred, loyal listener, the Dallas Cowboys were going to win the 2020 Super Bowl. And then look what happened. It's such it's just a train wreck now. Does this team offensively figure it out in a way to put Ezekiel Elliott over 100 yards? And if they do put Ezekiel Elliott over 100 yards, do you feel like they even have a snowball's chance? No, they do not. Okay. The Steelers' defense is way too good. Their offense is finally clicking. The defense is taking away twice a game. Taking it away. Yeah. Yeah. That's bonkers. It's bonkers. They're scoring 26 points on the men. On the minimum. Mm -hmm. Too good. They're too good. They're too good. They're too good. Name their wide receivers. Can't do it. The Steelers? Yeah. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. That's the one. Deontay Johnson. Who? Who? And uh, uh, CeCe. What's his real name? No clue. Uh, the tight end that's not Heath Miller? Uh, Eric Ebron. I believe that's correct. Yeah. I believe that is correct. Um, yeah, just... Uh, <sighs> This is one of the worst years for the Cowboys. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Had a lot of hope. Yeah. A lot of hope. And, like, the kind of – that I had for the Cowboys this year, like, and it was low-key because, like, you know me, I'm contrarian on the air, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. This was the first time I thought the Cowboys could since, like, the early 90s. Right. Yeah. 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 You had the quarterback. You had the running back. You had the, the options outside. And I wasn't just trolling the city that I love. No. I actually think the Cowboys had a really good <laughs> chance at the Super Bowl. Here's the game of the week. The game of the week is the Saints at the Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady, Drew Brees. <sighs> you got a bold prediction? Well, not only is first place on the line, yes. but the all-time touchdown record is on the line. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Brees and Brady are one touchdown away from each other, and they're going to go back and forth for the rest of their long and illustrious careers so, to who gets the touchdown record. 
It will be broken by Tom Brady on a 50-yard bomb to Antonio Brown. Oh, true, that's going to be true fun. or false. Uh, yeah, watch out. Yeah. Tom Brady always had already had the best skill position players he's had in his whole career. Yes. Sands, Randy Moss. Yes. Yes. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Uh, if he's OJ, healthy. OJ Howard, rest in peace. Rob Gronkowski. And then now he gets Antonio Brown. Yes. Like, that's not fair. No. For the greatest quarterback of all time to have all those weapons. I cannot name the Saints secondary. Kenny Vaccaro. I believe that is correct. That's the one. The kid who came over from Tennessee. I'm undefeated. The, the college and the football team. Um, every, I, every, I got the Bucks. I can't go against Tom Brady. No. With, with his. No, I cannot either. His sweet mate, Antonio no. Brown. And, the, and we talked about, like, from where they were week one, and, and this is going to sound, like, oversimplified, but literally learning a new building, literally learning a new coaching staff, literally, like, uh, he worked at the same job for 22 years. Yeah. He, he had to go start a new job. And I mean, and it's going to take Gronkowski a few weeks, too, to find all the good strip clubs in Tampa Bay yes. and really get comfortable yeah. in a new city. Correct. So now I feel like he's firing at all cylinders now that he knows the place. I could not be more in agreement with you. <laughs> And now that Antonio Brown is there, he's going to partner in crime. Yeah. So, yeah, so he'll be, no, I'm kidding on that. But uh, yeah, I got the Buccaneers. Uh, I got Tom Brady. Uh, don't let those two losses fool you just because we never see these boys with losses. Um, yeah, they're, they're world beaters. The Buccaneers are world beaters. Uh, Monday night, if you are not busy, you can watch the 2-5 and five Patriots beat up on the 0-8 Jets. And beat up on each other. Yeah. The Patriots are looking really bad the last few weeks. I'll give Sam Darnold his first win. Why not? <laughs> I got to go with Cam. Yeah. Cam's going to – I think Cam finally shook the COVID this week. Yeah. So, so, yeah, all of his symptoms are finally gone. I think he gets it together and act, actually plays a good game. I don't know if Bill Belichick has ever lost to the Jets. And then the Jets, like, they just kind of, like, got to keep it close, right? Yeah. Act like they're trying. Be in the mix. Yeah. There's your football. There's your breakdown. We got our predictions. We only went oppo on like three of them. What are the ones we're in opposition on? Uh, I got Falcons. You got Broncos. I got Giants. Oh, wait. Yeah, I got Falcons. You got Broncos. I got Giants. You got the football team. I got the Texans. You got the Jags. Everything else we're in agreement. I'll tell you what. Let's call our man in Vegas, and we'll put <laughs> some money on this because we got a guy. We got a guy. Dylan of the highly reputable bets money line sports we should have handicapping the we should service have on the program yeah let's grab a break when we get back today's i9 varsity van places you want to time travel to sure okay i like it today's i9 varsity time travel david busters presents abq central we are live from the talk abq studio of course we're on the road with chisholm trail rb play on team i9 we're getting strong with the ball strong 95.9 fm am 610 the sports animal we're back on the program and it's the last one before we let you go tune in to mike adams and mike frankel on the mic van having a lot of fun this morning live live from tucson arizona we're gonna hit our i9 varsity time-traveling destinations. I put a lot of thought into my answer, too. Because we recently changed our time slot, and because we did, we're getting a lot more interactions from the FOTS, the friends of the show. And one of the biggest FOTS is Howard. Howard is joining us. Howard, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning, gentlemen. You've had a very busy morning, very entertaining show. Kudos to you guys. 
Oh, we appreciate it. We are at or near exhaustion because we had to actually work. You know, you guys are broadcasting from Brazilian Wax Heaven and you're complaining? Come on, man. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you. Howard, if we are not connected on the social media, find us at TalkABQ because we're going to post some photos. It is unreal here. I will definitely look for you at TalkABQ, yeah. okay? Appreciate and, that. Uh, What's going on in your wanted, world? wanted to express my concern, gentlemen, because uh, when I jumped in my truck this morning, got in on one conversation, we were talking about two guys bidding in the shower of an RV. We're just representing size? <laughs> Not okay. that we actually did it, Howard. No, we no. But Chisholm okay, Trail RV okay. offers multi-man showers yes. in their RVs. Okay. That's all we're okay. trying to say. In case you're in a hurry. Okay. Not that we did it, but you could if you needed to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just checking, and Fred, you expressed a concern about a detachable shower head or anything. You know, I'm a contractor. If you're having some <laughs> hygiene issues and you need me to retrofit your shower at home with a bidet or something, let me know. Hotter water, more pressure. That's yeah. what I need. Get this. Get there this, you go. Yeah, get well, this off me. It's going to be a really good call like today, a, and uh, here comes the part of, of my call when I give my money away. I'm ooh, uh, t- anybody that wants to bet, contact me. I'm on Facebook. I'm taking the <laughs> Cowboys and 27 points this weekend, okay? I'm ready to throw well, away, I, make it rain, throw away some more money. Howard, I will give you less money than what you're betting for you just to give me that money because yeah. – that is, yeah, that's Howard's money this week. I will, I will split it with you and buy drinks. <laughs> so, uh, you got the Cowboys. There's just no way. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah, I don't think so. But anyway, you know, I'm just kind of curious, guys. What's the over-under on when you have your first alcoholic beverage today? I'm saying about 11.05 our time. Uh Oh, gosh. We started 5.30 this morning. So, <laughs> I am so, wait, so no, proud I'm... of you guys. All right. There you go. Whoa, Whoa no, no. Started working, not drinking. Yeah, not drinking. Yeah. No, oh, not okay. Drinking. I'm yeah, in drinking. When... I'm in drinking. Yeah, Come on, Well, when you're, when you're on the road with Chisholm Trail RV, there's no yeah. laws. Ain't no laws when you're on the morning claws, That's dog. how we feel. Yeah. Howard, thank there you so very much go. for the time this morning. We appreciate you being a friend of the show. You have a good one. What a good dude. Thanks, dude. What a good dude. I'm starting to love it. I'm starting to love the listeners. Yeah. Today's I love this time slot. Love it. How fortunate are we? Even when we're in a different time zone, which this part of the year is the same time zone. It's the same Z's. Today's varsity. Today's I-9 varsity. Times you want to time travel to, Van. Yeah. Okay? So I got an important question. Yes. And you might have seen this coming. All right. In this fake scenario. Yes. Can I die in this fake scenario and not come back to real time? Um, I tell you what, I'm going to tell you that it, however you interpret the setting. Okay, dinosaurs. Okay. <laughs> I want dinosaurs. <laughs> I want to go back to the dinosaur yeah. age. Yeah. I want to befriend mm-hmm. and domesticate a velociraptor. Okay. And I'm going to crudely fashion a saddle. All right. And I'm going to ride a velociraptor around. That's where I would go. So in your scenario, you are your current age traveling to that period. I'm going to apply those rules to mine. Okay. I was too young to really get like the hype on like the Fab Five. I was too young to really get the hype on like the 92 Olympics. The the Jackson Five or like uh, Michigan? Michigan. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Like the dream team. Like, that's some of the stuff I would want to see, like, in person at time. Because now I would appreciate it. So mine is not dinosaurs. Mine is sports-centric. Okay. Yes. This is a sports show. It's a sports show. This is not a dinosaur show. No, but you went with 
um, the classic Jurassic Park, I want to ride a Velociraptor. Correct. Hmm. Yeah. We live in different worlds, you and I. How about you, Vital? Where would you time travel to? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I said the dinosaur thought it was sports. Age, That's so why I was asking. Open. Yeah, I thought it oh, was yeah. just sports. You could but... do sports. You could do sports. I did sports. I would, I, I, would, back. I would have to say Victorian times in London or something like oh, yeah, that. That'd be, be kind of interesting. Get a cool disease or something? <laughs> no, not no plagues now. Get no, the he, would, he would go back with antibiotics. Yeah. And he would be the healthiest dude on the planet. <laughs> also, what, all right, so what if you were to grab, like, like classic Back to the Future, like Biff's almanac, like sports almanac style? Totally. Yes, totally. Yeah. I mean, if we're doing only sports, yeah. I would do 27 Yankees. Yeah, the I 2011 would... Game 6 of the World Series, St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> I agree completely. You don't have to go back in time. You were very much oh, alive during sh- that, Fred. If I could... Only relive it one time, if I only could. We had a lot of fun this week, huh? Yes. Yeah, we, did. we are continuing to all day and tomorrow yeah. as well. Yeah, make sure you're tuning into what we are doing and where we're doing it, and that's all the social media at TalkABQ. We're bringing you the story of our friend Dasha Mays and her journey into competitive fitness. We're doing that. Uh, we're going to make a movie. We're going to put a movie out. So. So we're excited about that. Uh, big thanks to all of our guests this week. Obviously, um, our best friend in radio, Izzy Gonzalez, who joined us. We talked Lobo's Strong earlier. Andres, so good. Andres Trujillo, who came on, talked to the Mexico Games. J.J. Vasquez, who came on. He's helping us make our film, and he's so very talented, and we're so lucky to have him. And then uh, Miles Niesel, who uh, unmatched energy. Absolutely. Yeah, Vital, you are very much above par today, or below. Which is What is better than par? What sport are you playing? This one. Uh, above. Yeah, you're above par today, Vital. Thank you so very much. Give a love to the boys on the mic. Any final words, Van, before we go? Too much for the time allotted, my well, friend. Well, I tell you what, good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke. And because we're on the West Coast, I counted down the time wrong. We have 10 more seconds. Oh, yeah, because of the time change. Because of the time change. Yes. Because <laughs> the implication I'm, I'm, I'm looking down at my arms to see if any like tanning stuff's rubbed off on me it but i think i'm still super pasty and white <laughs> i used to be good at this yeah. that's okay you did good <laughs> fake bake from the producer. speaking of doing good you did good vital mike vital thank you again so very much have Love a good you, one bye.